3: Hey, it's Joey Casada. You're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loudcast. If you want to hear two idiots with Boston accents talk about Kiss, you've definitely come to the right place. Oh boy. Here we go. This is James Simmons. Put that cookie down, Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Star
4: Broker Simmons. Star? Old Spanwick. Shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a
3: positive thing? Okay? Alright. going to grab me a nice cold mellow
4: Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck the What are you talking about? 617
5: 525 Yes. Settle down.
4: Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 180. Quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. This is great. Oh, you guys are going to have a blast with this one. Oh, this this is fun. This is fun.
4: Yeah. Well, we recorded last night we're doing our part today mm-hmm. um we could have went on for hours
0: uh, oh easily easily
4: <laughs> it, it was literally a uh a bunch of guys just sitting around shooting the shit tons of fun for us mm. we hope you'll like it but yeah you know we always do we always got to start somewhere and uh but before we do that i think you have a little quip for us
3: a little quip yeah so I always talk about my son. He's uh, he's he's going to college next month. And so he's hanging out with his buddies and his best friend from home is in a quote unquote band. He plays he plays guitar. They kind of get <laughs> together and jam and do stupid shit. So he texts me that he's at the local guitar center here in southern New Hampshire with his buddies just looking at stuff. And he's like, hey, he's like, I was talking to my buddies about the podcast and uh, the guitar center guy overheard me and is like, hey, you talk about a kiss podcast? And my, and my son was like, yeah, why? So my son ends up having like a 15 minute conversation about Shout It Out Loudcast, our show, Kiss. Because of course, this is, conversation isn't going to happen at like Walmart. It's going to happen <laughs> at Guitar <laughs> Center. So I'm like, yeah, my son's spreading the word of uh, Shout It Out
4: Loudcast to all the Guitar Center. Did, did the guy go, your father have a kid's podcast? Why does he do that? <laughs> why what? What? is that a positive thing? <laughs> It's almost as bad as the the guy that I met at what was it the ninety nine? Oh, he's <laughs> like boots over to me. I'm like, he's like, hey, your daughter's got a kiss shirt on, love kiss. I'm like, oh yeah yeah yeah. He's like, yeah, right now I'm on an auction. I'm like, dude, you're on kiss live
3: auctions.
4: He's right t- next to me.
3: <laughs> he's he's the guy's like waiting for his boneless buffalo wings, bidding on a Paul Stanley carpet. <laughs> By the way, thanks Jepson. love you brother.
4: <laughs> love you brother. <laughs> See ya. God bless. God bless. Thanks for the wall to walk. Cop it. Oh, man. Anyways. Good, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. On oh, no, a personal little note. We're doing a lot of uh, helping some of the newer podcasts out. Yes. Um, we're going to have to do a bumper for somebody in a little bit. uh, are helping another brother out. Uh, a loudcaster uh, earlier in the week. Trying to He's trying to get his uh, show off the ground. We talk to him. And that's my way of saying we pay it forward. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to, uh, people like Sonny who hooked us up with Stephen Michael from growing up rock who helped us out in the beginning. And, uh, we enjoy, uh, paying it forward. And, uh, we really like a lot of these guys that are starting off doing their own podcast, you know, and, uh, you know, if you guys have questions and things like that, not that we're the be all because, uh, at the end of this show because there's a little bit of a sound effect problem here. <laughs>
1: um
4: the person that was late from the airport happens uh, to the best of us. Yeah. Um you know, we had some a little bit technical difficulties. Hey, uh you guys have blah 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 blah. I'm like, what the hell's that? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so we we all learn, you know, we all try to pick up stuff. So if you guys need anything and we can be helpful to you, yeah, don't worry about it. Reach out to us. You know, the only thing we can't do when we get questions about this, sometimes is like, uh, you know, how do you guys do what you guys do? Like, like you and Tom, like, like this is 30 years in the making.
3: Exactly. That that's the thing. If yeah. I can give one piece of advice and like Zeus said, but you know, we're not experts or pros, but I could tell you right now, one piece of advice Be yourself, do your own show, create your own, your own thing, whether it's your own lingo, your own jokes, your own, create your own thing. You know, we're, we're like honored and humbled that people are like, after all this 180 episodes, people reach out to us and like, Hey, I got a question about this or a question about that. What do you think about this? And that's great. Like zoo said, we're paying that forward because we used to be those guys. And that's how we became friends with Steven and Sonny and the Potter Than Hell guys and all those. It's it's great to see this community continue. But we've said this before. This is how Zeus and I talk off the air. Like, this is not if if we hit we stop recording, it's going to be the exact same conversation.
4: Yeah, you know? tape yourselves. And so right. you're not putting it on the air. Yeah, do what that. What do you guys sound like? Right. Like, it can't be like, oh, I just want to hear my voice on, on the thing. I want to be I want people to turn on their Car stereo and find my part and listen. It's going to be like you have something to say. Mm -hmm. What is it? Where? Where? What's your angle? Where are you coming from? What are you at? What do you have an opinion or are you just talking to hear yourself talk? Like have a have an opinion. Have a chemistry. Find someone that you can be yourself with, and work it out and 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 play around with it. Ain't going to happen overnight. And you'll you'll listen to our first couple episodes and listen to us now,
3: and you'll know if and you'll know if it works. You'll feel you'll you'll be able to feel it. You will, yeah, believe me. You'll be able exactly, to feel
4: it. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And uh, that's podcasting 101 with yep. Shout It Loud cast Loudcast this week.
3: <laughs> Your first lesson was free. After this, you got to pay.
4: <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> It's part of our Pantheon podcast uh, edition. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, uh, what we do next is we go back and look at what we did last week. And I think we wrapped up Creatures Fest Hot Do.
3: Yeah, with Joey V.O. hot oil treatment (laughs) Casada. Cue the music. Yeah, so of course, it's always the poll. Uh, And we just said, which event do you think was the best? So our options, we personally selected the Bruce Kulick band, Quarantine. Uh, the unplugged pool side show and the Peter Chris appearances. Bruce Kulik band ran away with it 49%. And then it came down. uh, It was pretty tight. Uh, I think we may have provided Chris Jericho with some false information (laughs) because at the time of recording quarantine was second in the poll. But uh, the cat man gained on him within the last 24 hours. So Peter came in second and right behind Peter was quarantine. Uh, But if Jericho has anything to brag about, he doubled up the numbers that (laughs) Joey Casada's poolside show got. Sorry, Joe. We love you, buddy. Um, But there's obviously this is one of those polls. There literally is. Was that the
4: time I did 2000, man? Yeah, 2000. (laughs)
3: Yeah, this is a poll where there's no wrong answers. So, I mean, we were there. We saw them all. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, we, we had Joe Pappalotto, our buddy, uh, who we met on the cruise. He did a great little meme. It was a, a bunch of guys in a huddle, and it just said, you didn't hear it from me. That's <laughs> Joey's, Joey's great thing. Uh, and then our buddy Twisted Kister, who we hung out with all week, and he said, you haven't listed how I'd rank it, though I'd slide in the all-star jam. Uh, and he talked about Minefield performing, which we missed because I think that was uh, three hours deep into the Vinnie Vincent waiting <laughs> line. Um, oh, <laughs> I just uh, This is another good one. Fane of the Woods goes, what about that loud-ass shit-faced guy by the pool belting out the songs? <laughs>
4: <laughs> he, I put some clips up where he's in the background.
3: Him- we told you, we met that guy later on where he was completely sober. He's like, oh yeah, I got my master's degree from a uh, boston university and i'm like wait what
4: yeah i think like, all these people are, are have they're a little bit near the spectrum and i'm not we're not saying this to be insulting Yeah, I, th- I think the same thing with the space ace guy i think he's a little bit on oh the
3: no spectrum. he definitely was he definitely was him and his tight ass
4: with <laughs> <was> this <laughs> fucking asshole like literally in my face the whole show <laughs>
3: What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, uh, then we got then we got a good one from uh, our buddy vet halen, who we, we deal with a lot on on Twitter. He goes, Hey Zeus, you said you didn't realize how tall Bruce is. The internet says Bruce is six two, I'm six one. And he posts a picture of himself with uh with Bruce. So I don't know. Bruce feels like he's like six eight.
4: Yeah, even even Chris says it later on. He's like, Yeah, I think he's yeah. like six six. He's looks he looks taller than
3: 6'2". Oh yeah, totally. It might be just because he's so thin. Uh, oh, and then our buddy Tony commented. He goes, amazingly, I never got into that middle elevator. I always took the one on the left.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of DMs and other conversations about the hold spray and middle elevator. And and-, and,
3: and and our buddy Heavy Mayo with his rock and roll over tattoo that yeah, you gave. We gave him some advice to hit the gym and work on his <laughs> arms. Uh, he, he says, I never want to receive a Dutch oven from Zeus. I might have an <laughs> asthma attack. <laughs> jesus christ uh, b- uh brian cruzell says great episode guys the vinnie portion was interesting his creature show seemed like a dud though he himself sounded like a decent guy yeah he i mean th- honestly what we, we we call it like we see it the meet and greet was really interesting really interesting um lee Graham, another great episode guys if nothing else I know what elevator to avoid when I'm in Nashville. (laughs) God almighty. Um, Baseball and death says this was so good. The contrast between Vinny on stage and when you met him is bizarre. Yes, indeed it is. Uh, And that's some Twitter stuff there. What do we got on the book of face this time around?
4: Yeah. I just want to jump on that comment. Oh yeah. It is true. Like, you know, you don't know what you're going to meet until you do it. So, when people are saying, "Oh, it fucking sucked," Vinny was terrible, this and that. We're telling you our firsthand experience. That was probably my. Well, actually, I can't. I'll say Peter, but that meet and greet was the interesting. Best part. Yeah, he yes. spent his time. He seemed like he wanted to listen, and and it was very, you know, uh, receptive, cordial, polite, engaging. He was all of that. So yeah. I will give him credit for that. And I think sometimes. We're just so quick to jump on the uh, override opinion from people that weren't even there, where they didn't even go to it.
3: So oh, that, that's another thing. Real, real quick, a little yeah. quick sidebar. That's another thing. And again, we say this all the time when we go to an event, whether it's the cruise, whether it's Creatures Fest, and we are guilty as charged. Two years ago, we did an episode on the cruise fest and we didn't go on the cruise <laughs> fest. OK, but that that episode was us kind of commenting on what was happening from a, like a comedic standpoint from a kiss fan standpoint yeah. the stuff we saw on social media by people who were starting off their paragraphs by saying i wasn't there but i heard this is ridiculous I, i'd want my money back okay well first of all you were here so stop right there by, with your angry i want my money back comments
4: there's a there's a there's a new like breed of fucking like music people out there that all sorts of fucked up opinions, like, oh yeah, I'm not stupid like you guys to pay money for this, or I'm only gonna put money towards bands that do this, or I'm not gonna be like this, or I'm not gonna spend like who or gives I'm not gonna a I'm, fuck, I'm not, I'm not, I'm
3: not, I'm not buying off the soundboard from Walmart. I'll buy it direct from Kiss Online. Oh, great, you can fuck, get it fucking two weeks late. Go, good luck.
4: Yeah. Oh, just, just this miserable fucking bitching. And it's right. and it's not just that. It's the I am smarter than everybody else. Exactly. I'm only doing this.
3: And we saw a lot I of am. that. We saw a lot of that talking about creatures. Oh. I can't believe these. I can't believe you guys.
4: What did you expect when you paid all this money? Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to use my money wisely. Oh, yeah. okay.
3: Okay. You, you, while you're collecting fucking coins at a red light in the fucking downtown <laughs> village where you live. Okay, thanks. You're telling me that I'm stupid how I spend my money.
4: This is just fucking stupid. I can tell you, we went on the Kiss Cruise. We went on uh Creatures Fest. Yeah. I had a better time on Creatures Fest. I did. Oh yeah. 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 It was uh, A all the way around. Mm-hmm. Cruise B B plus. Yeah. Really great time. I'm glad I've done it. I did yeah. it once in my life. I'm happy I did it. But you know, Creatures Fest. Oh, so yeah. happy I did it.
3: Agreed. Agreed. So, so anyway, sorry, that, that yeah, was my yeah. little tangent there. But no, those, no, 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 we know.
4: both wanted to go off and just yeah. throw some bitching about stuff. <laughs> yeah, we haven't bitched in a while, so yeah, I'm I am had it. Get- well, Joey was just on last week. We were bitching. so Yeah, but that's like fun <laughs> bitching. I want some <laughs> angry bitching. <laughs> we haven't bitched in a while. The whole thing last week was us bitching with
3: Joey. <laughs> that's true.
4: Uh, Jason Warden uh, listened last night. Haven't been able to sleep due to a nagging cough and cold. Sorry, buddy. Uh thanks, guys, for an awesome show along with Joey Casada, who probably gave you that cold because I that's how he gives to people. Cold COVID Casada.
6: Yeah, exactly.
4: It literally saved what little sanity I had left. Must say the Vinny part fascinated me. On the one hand, making fans wait, then taking the time to talk to them during the signings. We each have our way, I guess. One thing we didn't talk about on the whole Creatures Fest, and I totally forgot about this. Okay. We didn't really give an opinion on this. So while this was happening, there was that sheet going on about what Vinny would sign and what it would cost.
3: Oh Remember god, that? yeah, yes. And yes. I, we
4: saw some of that firsthand. I took a photo
3: yep, yep. Yep.
4: Um he has the right to do whatever the fuck he wants. I don't I don't have a problem with it. The the issue was, you know, him and um Neil and the promoters should have had that discussion prior to it.
3: Well, that's the other thing. There was a lot of like quote unquote like changing the rules in the middle of a game type shit. You know, I don't
4: blame him for some of the shit that, you know, coming up with, but then there was stuff like, Oh, I'll sign a baseball for 500 bucks. Like, right. What? Right. Like, why will you sign this bootleg album, but a baseball, like what? I, I don't get well, my it.
3: My bigger question is who the fuck's <laughs> having Vinnie Vincent sign a baseball?
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, Cause he's such an athlete. Uh, That's true. just That's to true. me, I just found it strange and stuff. But he can do whatever the fuck he wants. They should have organized it earlier. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yep. And you know, once again, that led to a whole nother shitstorm of bitching. Yep. But I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. All right. Kendall, uh, Kendall Lacey. I love it when Joey gets a mention and gets his own music. Even better having him as a guest. We love Joey. Yeah. Uh honestly, he's probably he, The chemistry there is is him and Sonny and stuff like it it just it just Mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. It just works, especially, especially (laughs) gather around kids.
3: You Uh, didn't hear this from me, but uh.
4: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Corey Thomas, I couldn't wait for this episode. Didn't disappoint. You had me laughing so hard. Thanks for the entertainment, guys. Well, thank you, Corey. And thank you for my birdhouse.
3: Oh, that's right! Yes. Oh my God, love that thing. Oh, yes,
4: she get she made these awesome little kiss birdhouses for him. Yep,
3: beautiful, awesome. beautiful.
4: All right, Kevin Jepson.
3: Oh no, Jesus fucking Christ! This here it comes.
4: Something we, can we 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 need to can we get do we, is it Jepson music we can think you of? Know, it's something about somebody bitching or fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like vaccine or conspiracy music. <laughs> fucking shit. We can twilight zone music. Maybe the twilight zone theme or something. That theme from X files. Yeah. Like he's got all oh, fucking people going to take your fucking sperm and make creatures out of it. If you take the fucking vaccine, I don't know.
6: Fuck He's God. right. I don't know what he is,
4: <laughs> but all I know is as long as it doesn't get me to hump strangers in the middle of a fucking creatures' rest, like that's like, that's never going to stop. Oh my God. Anyways. Kevin Jepson, okay. First off, guys, thanks for the warning on the laughing. I couldn't not listen. Damn, farting shit had me rolling. Just want to say Peter Chris second day meet and greet was a disaster, but a great experience. As I was in line for four hours in missed quarantine, but I got you that picture with fucking Jericho, didn't I? There, Kevin, huh? Ah, Anyways, Brent and Todd kept going by giving me shit about how long I was waiting. Uh, LOL. Mine were numbers, so I didn't stay in line, but it still took way too long. Great review, guys. I'm heading to CVS to get some VO5 oil oh, no. for my hair, thanks to Joey Casada. Oh, boy. That's become a new thing. How many people mentioned the oil in Casada? Yep. Ugh. Anyways, over on Loudcasters, Tom, uh, our buddy Sean DeHaan. And uh, Sean likes asking about hockey questions. And uh, you know, don't jump up and down because you signed Curtis Lazar from the Bruins. What about Curtis Lecision?
3: <laughs> what about I used to love when Fred Cusick's? When I was younger, I'm like, why wow, did that guy get hurt? What happened? He's got a Lecision in his? What, what is that? What's the
4: matter with that guy? Or or fa- S O I O L favorite Harold Snaps. <laughs> with his mustachio. <laughs> Anyways, great episode. Love when Joey Cassada with all his backstage info is on. All right, Joseph Collins. I listened to it late night last night at work. I guess the one good thing about the third shift, you hear the podcast as soon as it's uploaded. Nice. That's, that's true. You get it at midnight. Um, Bob's sister. Sounds like it was one hell of an event. Wish I went. Great hearing all about it. Thanks. And then Justin Steele. Zeus with another classic, female clam juice. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come <laughs> maybe, on. Maybe hot piss sanitizer <laughs> <Isaac> can work. <laughs> What's <laughs> the matter with these people? It's of fucking story. Um, Tom, we actually had some stuff over on Instagram. Our Instagram pages. Okay. Pretty good. Um, David Evan Jed. As part of history, that will never happen again. Awesome for you guys. And the episode is awesome as always. Where can we get that fart spray? Oh, well, I think we tweeted it and we put it on our Facebook page. You know, you go to Amazon and just put in fart spray. It's like less than 10 bucks. It's awesome.
6: (laughs) It's Uh, awesome.
3: It's
4: awesome. (laughs) <laughs>
3: it's, like you're, it's like you're hawking some kind of vitamin supplement. Oh, it's awesome. Ten, less than 10 pounds.
4: Oh, I put on 10 pounds of muscle when I got the fart spray. Like a big hawk. <laughs> big cock. Um, on the fly, when is the fart spray going to be an official sponsor of the show?
3: It, oh, that's actually a great point.
4: I, I actually like that idea. Okay. Gabby DeGook. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to listen. She is a huge Jericho-holic or Jericho fan or part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Nice. Oh. Anyways, that's Instagram. Okay. Scott Hakala. Great photos. Can't wait to listen to part two. Yeah, the photos are there. Unfortunately, you got to scroll down now because they're a little older, but their photos are up and they're pretty cool. Um. Over on YouTube. My voice is a little bit back. <laughs> YouTube. Mark Stewart. When you started talking about spraying that fart smell, you guys had me crying. Seuss, I, too, watch those videos when they spray that stuff in front of their grandmothers. They have me laughing so hard. I also love watching daddy's changing their baby's diaper. Oh, come the on. First time.
3: Dude, that's friggin' not right. Yes. Uh, oh,
4: here's another good one. Mr. Antonio 2005. All right. I don't know how to pronounce this, but Zeus is given the new meaning to "O de Toilette at Creatures Fest. Owns, owns I the I say chiefs. who owned the Chiefs.
1: <laughs>
4: I don't care who owns the Chiefs. <laughs> hang up and tell Detroit, fuck you. What's he say? Hang up. Oh, and- help Detroit.
3: Say trade me right fucking now. Now hang up. <laughs>
4: That's it. Uh, Joey is the Woj. For providing all the behind-the-scenes Kiss Creatures Fest information <laughs> and many hidden nuggets here. Love great follow-up episode T and Z. Uh <laughs> FM Big Hair. Love how Zeus said, just straight out asked if Cigar Store Indian was on crack. <laughs> Chip's <laughs> enough? Who? Chips enough? Oh man. Anthony Stratus, fucking classic. Best episode ever. Our our buddy, Marty White. I saw a lot of the Creatures Fest, and it looked like people had a great time. But I got to say, I've had enough of Ace and Vinny. When Ace performs and is the only one on stage who doesn't know the song and the jig is up, I get it. He's sloppy Ace. Fine. It's to be expected. But it wasn't like they were randomly pulling something complicated out of the hat. It was freaking 2,000 bands. As for for Vinny. Oh my God. What a wreck. I can't describe what a shit show his performance was as his handler who said she heard his new album. Maybe she heard an album, but I wouldn't doubt that that instead of new material, he played a remastered version of his 90s solo album, Euphoria. No one would know. No one has ever heard it. The top performances of the weekend was Bruce, He's always well prepared. Peter was the MVP. Sure, he's old and kind of weak on the drums, and he can't sing with as much power as he used to, but he's 76, retired, and isn't popping about uh popping about the globe, pretending to sing. Ooh. And he's turned Yikes. out to be the least irritating of the bunch. Too bad Vinnie Vinny most likely won't be on Shout It Out Loudcast. I'd enjoy hearing him eat his lunch again. Once his handlers hear a peep about Chrissy Cusano landscaping or Joyce DeWitt, it'll be all over before the fat lady plays his guitar.
3: That is true. Yes. Good point.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Marty. Always love your comments, buddy. And then Pete Staros ends up saying, that was really cool how we got to hear the meet and greet with Vinny. The Creatures Fest review reminded me of the Cruise Fest episode. Hmm. Well, glad you liked it, Pete. Uh, Tom, you get some emails for us, buddy. We we do. Yeah.
3: Buddy, Daniel LeBlanc. I was very confident that this week's episode would be Creatures Fest review part two. So when I saw the episode teaser on Twitter, I thought the image was a reference to Vinnie Vincent and how stinky his performance was because our coming soon was a little fart spray. Yeah. So I was happy that was not the case. Um, I picked Peter Chris for the last Twitter poll, which meet and greet would you do. I would stick with that, but I would now move Vinnie Vincent as a close second. You are the first podcast that I have heard give the Vinny meet and greet a positive review. The others I listen to focus on him charging extra or refusing to autograph specific items. Thank you for for giving your take on Creatures Fest. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's true. Our buddy Keith Wetzel. Guys, thoroughly enjoyed your two-part review of Creatures Fest. So glad you're back where you belong on the KISS podcast stage. Having that month away from you guys made me appreciate you even more than I already did. Zeus's recording of the meet and greets was fantastic and gave those of us who are unable to attend a, a feel for what we missed out on hearing him continuously pimp the shouted out loudcast to of Vinny and stating that it's the number one kiss podcast would have made Gene Simmons from kiss proud. <laughs> I also want to thank you for commenting on the recent releases of vintage kiss shows that have mysteriously appeared via Sam Loomis. I listened to another kiss podcast about this very topic and they didn't really explain how these came about and the story behind it. You guys broke it down so I could understand what was going on. Uh, As always, take care. Thanks again for all you do and look forward to your next run of shows. As always, remember that you, the SIOL podcast, saved Kiss Podcasts. Yeah, Keith Wetzel. Thank you, Keith. Uh, And then we got one from Nick Flashpolar. Uh, Just finished the second Creatures Fest review. For those of us that couldn't make it, thank you so much for the in-depth review. The part that stuck out to me was the interaction with Vinny. He comes off as such a genuinely sweet and humble guy. It's hard to believe it's the same guy who holds up promoters, makes ridiculous demands, promises, and never delivers. My question is, do you think some of his handlers are to blame for some of this self-sabotage? I know it's all speculation, and none of us know what's really happening in the world. Just wondering what you guys think. No, I think it's him. That's just my quick two-second review. I think it's him. Uh, And then we got a great long email from our buddy Wes uh, talking about Creatures Fest, and it was awesome. Finally meeting Wes, hanging out with him for a bit uh, at Creatures Fest. Uh, We talk about him all the time. We interact and we've had him on the show, of course. Uh, So, Wes, thank you for the email. And, of course, thank you for spending some time with us at Creatures Fest. We had an awesome time with that.
4: And, Wes, you'll be very happy to hear this interview coming up. You are in a song of yours is prominently mentioned. And as we're literally
3: recording and reading emails, we got this one right now in real time from Dave Stell. He says, wow, great back-to-back episodes. You guys continue to raise the bar. The Vinny meet and greet was fascinating. It seemed like you really wanted to talk about Vinnie Vincent invasion in that time of year. I have no doubt that he will appear on a future episode of Shout Out Loudcast. I cannot wait. Thanks again for all of your hard work and for bringing this event to all of us kiss tards. It's as if we were there with you. Your dedication to your listeners is uncanny. On a side note, I saw Steve Brown and PJ here in Wisconsin last month and I represented Shout It Out Loudcast. They are such underrated musicians slash performers and put on a hell of a show. Keep up the great work, fellas. And then he says, I'm also Dave that left you a five-star child review on iTunes back in May. Dave, you're the man. Thank you. Great email. I'm so glad we got to squeeze it into this episode as well. Thank you.
4: And thanks for the picks. We're happy to put them up. Just give us the heads up that you're allowing it. We'll put those Loudcasters photos with our logo on, and it goes on our website. Anybody that wants to do that, if you got your loudcaster shirt, let us know. We throw it on the website, and uh, we love seeing those. That's right. And, Tom, I'm going to leave us with one last comment, and this is from... Uh, my new favorite loudcaster, our buddy Tracy Zelt. Yes, we have female fans, people. <laughs> uh, Tracy texts with us. And I'm like, no, you need to start uh, commenting on our episodes. And she made this huge comment here. Great episode. Still laughing about the fart spray.
3: That was awesome. We hung out with Tracy at Creatures Fest meeting her. Uh, taking some pictures. She's awesome. Tracy, thank you for being a loudcaster. And uh, that, was, that was a great time hanging out with you.
4: Absolutely. And for that, Tracy, you are comment of the week.
6: Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you.
4: <laughs> and, Tom, what we do next is we give a shout out to... Patreon. Our Patreon subscribers have been unbelievable. It's a family uh, that never lets us down, helps out the show. Their support and them contributing to our show has helped us tremendously, whether it be equipment, whether it be audio stuff, all sorts of th- things that they've helped us get better in our subscriptions as well. And they've been providing that for us. With that, we have different tiers. So if somebody wants to jump in, we have uh, different categories. We do different things. We try to mix it up and always come up with new ideas to get them more involved. Whether it be the album review crew picking the uh, the, uh, the uh, episode that we're going to do, which album, or whether it's the uh, live drink along videos, whether it's you know them getting some merch, some stickers, some t shirts, and all sorts of stuff. We always try to keep it involved and up in it to make it more exciting for them. We love that you guys are involved. You've been a big supporter of us. And that's what we get. You know, last, you know, while we've been off for a while, people, you know, been saying comments and stuff and think, what can I do? How do I help? Whatever. Want to help the show? Take a look at our Patreon stuff. It's not just throwing stuff out there. You'll actually get something back from us. And we'd appreciate if you take a look Patreon.com, Patreon the app, or go to our website, our new website, which we love tremendously. Go online, click on Patreon, find out all about it, and please join our Patreon family.
3: Yeah, you guys are the best. We talk about it every week. Um, you know, you guys give us so much and help us so so much with the show. Uh, it's it's unbelievable the the generosity and our, our gratitude for you guys and the family that we've created is awesome. Uh, the things that we have with our tiers is a lot that we give back to you. Uh, you know, interaction with uh, some polls, interaction and feedback on shows sneak peeks at stuff, merch, um, of course, being part of the album review crew rotation, you know, uh, everybody gets a a pick in that. So uh, it's, it's a great community. Check us out. Patreon.com, Patreon, the app. Um, And I also, I want to give one more shout out separate from Patreon. And that is to the great Tom dust for for putting together that amazing uh, intro theme music. We have been at fault for not, Thanking him more often. We thanked him when he first dropped it, but Tom, that is an incredible thing that you've done for us. And a little teaser: he might be working on something else for yep. us too. Yeah. So, Tom, we know you're a huge Kiss fan and a fan of the show, so we just want to give you a, a special shout out since we're we're back from our uh, you know un- unprecedented and unexpected break. So, we wanted to give you a shout out and thank you for that. Great job, buddy.
4: Yeah, and that was Tom Dustin. I think Tom put up the. Uh- the uh, the theme music because somebody actually wrote on Twitter that uh, they missed it, the theme music.
3: Yeah, and they said that they find themselves singing along to it when they listen to the beginning of the episode.
4: Yeah, it was Stuart H. Does anyone yes. find themselves singing along to the shout out loudcast theme music? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you're the man, man. We really appreciate it. Which is something else before we get into Kiss World, I do want to mention. So we're back. This is episode number three since we've been back yeah and incredibly we're bigger than ever we didn't have any drop off we didn't have anything that like oh shit we got to really pick it back up if anything we've grown again so we're on a new platform because uh pantheon podcast has moved us and uh instead of we're using the platform of megaphone a little inside baseball now we're on simplecast and coinciding with that switch was us coming back so I don't believe it was because of the new hosting company but we're like way more than we were doing before and that's a testament to the Loudcaster community that's a testament to our listeners that's a testament to Kiss that's a testament to my partner and I'll pat myself on the back and you our should hard work absolutely and you know, when we, we, we throw it out there we don't throw it out all the time, but there's a reason why we're the number one ranked kiss podcast. And it's, and it's not because we just, Oh, they, you know, they're another one that talks about kiss it's because of you guys. And, uh, there's something that we mentioned to Courtney when she was on a couple of weeks ago, like our listeners know that they're not getting bullshit when they hear us, mm-hmm. we're honest. We give them our opinion, good or bad. This is where we are. And we try to add some humor to this because kiss doesn't work without humor, at least not to us. And, uh, you know, thank you again for continuously making us the number one kiss podcast out there. And we appreciate it. And we're glad. And because you guys do that, we can make a call and get guests like what's coming up and not just one of them or two of them, the whole band. So, we appreciate it. And as we do better, we're all do better. Okay. So the bigger we grow, the better we're going to make this for you guys. And we'll continue to interact because you guys are the reason why we are where we are. And thank you very much for continuously supporting us and growing the show.
3: That's a great point. We always say this, but we cannot underestimate how grateful we are of not only the show that we've put together in in kind of career, but like we say it all the time, that community, that loudcaster community, the the love of the show, the love of kiss, the love of the back and forth, the interaction, the jokes, the pop culture references, you know, the things that grow the show, the things that make you want to tell your friends, Hey, you got to hear this show. Even if you, you might not like kiss, but these guys have this, this, and this, they got this guest on this week They're doing this and Zeus is right. Like, we have quarantined the band this week. I mean, you know, we've had Jericho on it. We love Jericho, of course. He's one of our favorite guests. But, you know, right off the heels of Creatures Fest and off the heels of them, you know, hitting the charts with Silver Spoon, we got them all here. We're proud of that. And, and we, we want to thank you guys for that, too.
4: Yeah. And, you know, when Chris, who is, uh, you know, multi-tier star, wants to communicate and make sure his band is touching real kiss fans and how they're doing. He asks us, Yeah, what'd you guys think? What are you saying? What are your fans saying? What are people saying? And he, yeah, yeah, let's get on. Yeah. We'll bring the whole band on because they know they'll reach you guys.
3: Exactly. And
4: authentic kiss fans. We have kiss tards. We have kiss fans, all of the above. We can reach them. And they know that Mm -hmm. because of you guys in the support or even the picture. Dave just sent us the email. That's right. What a coincidence. PJ's on PJ just saw you with our shirt on. Yep. You know, and so we we texted these guys and talked to them. They know it's not just, you know, me, me and Tom at brother Mike's in the basement of Stonehill College saying, yeah, we're talking to four other guys that listen to our show. You guys have made this into something really special. And who knows where we'll be in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe we do get Vinny Vincent on someday. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need him. Who knows?
3: Oh, I'll tell you I'll tell you what's gonna happen in a few years. The loudcasters cruise. Oh. <laughs> Planet. Dude, That's my that, when, when somebody says, uh, so Tom, tell us where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, I see me on uh running the first annual shout-out loudcast cruise. Fuck yes. the kiss cruise. We're taking so, over.
4: So which part of the wacky pack are we gonna have? Featuring Joey Casada doing oil uh, <laughs> hair treatments.
3: Who knows? So we'll solicit ideas right now. Yes.
4: featuring Mr. Feces install number three. Yeah.
3: And like when you're on the kiss cruise every night, when you get back to your cabin, they leave you like little kiss trinkets yeah. like night, night one. Oh, shout it out loud. Cast font spray. Oh, thanks
4: guys. <laughs> like <laughs> be police tape. On elevator two again on, on this cruise. Oh, you don't want to go on that one. You don't want to go on that one. Yeah. No. Great idea. Yep. Shout it out loud, Cast Cruise.
3: Yeah. I don't know how Perfect. big the boat will be, but it'll
4: be it'll be a cruise. There'll be some of our listeners will need to have a big boat. <laughs>
1: <Love> <laughs>
4: Especially it. if other podcasters are on it.
1: Ooh. Oh
4: God. Well, Tom, before we go any further, let's go over to Kiss World. Um Let's find out what's going on there. Okay. Before we get into, like,
3: the band Kiss, obviously the thing that is capturing everybody's imagination, and everybody's passion and conversations, of course, all these leaked videos. Yep. Uh, we, we've talked about it. Uh, the guy by the name of Sam Loomis, nice uh, Halloween reference there, dropping these videos. Um, that they, you can't even keep up with them. If, if I can complain about the riches of a Kiss fan, it's like slow down because it's, it's, they're amazing and I can't keep up with them. Uh, they dropped a revenge one today they dropped a you know a 74 one today uh they're just fast and furious we know there's a lot of drama in the, uh, the, the asylum
4: one the asylum that's Since right last time we were on
3: there's a ton of conversation and, and opinions about who's behind all this we'll we're gonna try to see what we can do to to get some information and, and maybe have people on to talk about it who knows we'll see um but as we as are, talk, yeah
4: we are working on something so yeah.
3: And stay tuned. Stay tuned. And Zeus and I did talk about this, too. If I can bitch about one thing, it's the fact that we should be taking these videos and being like, this is fucking incredible. Why isn't the band doing this? And its I know it's fun. We love drama. But the fact that the videos are almost being pushed to the side and people are obsessing about the drama, too. And I get it. That's what we do. We're Kiss fans. It's always like, who's leaking these? Why is he leaking them? Is it this? Is it that? Yeah. Is it this? Is that? Who's Kurt What yeah. Why is he an who's, asshole? Who, you know, who's Kurt like Gooch? Who's Sam Loomis? Do you know who this guy is? So w- w- we want to know, and we know you guys want to know. So w- we have we have the shouted out loudcast investigative journalism report team. <laughs> we have the we have the news center five van wa- driving around right now, trying to figure out what's going on.
4: Hi, this is uh Dick. This <laughs> is Dick Johnson here uh, at Creatures Fest, and I've got. Three kiss tards
3: here. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'd like to answer that question. I'm I'm trying to get this baseball signed for 500 bucks. I'll be I'll be right back. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I don't have time to interview. Here is
4: kiss tard number two. His name is Kevin Jemsen, and he's got a piece of carpet that he said he purchased from Paul Stanley. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to have to ask you to
3: stop humping my leg. <laughs> Let's get the interview done first.
4: Let's turn it over to Ted Koppel. And we're going to talk about kiss tards.
3: Uh, Ted, there's some (laughs) other breaking news that's uh, happening here. Can can you report
4: on what's going on with that? I know you want it. This, Justin, buckwheat has been shot. I repeat, buckwheat has been shot. That's such an easy get for me to laugh. That's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) It's so head <laughs> with his fucking little Lego hairdo. It's like that snap on headpiece. <laughs> that grosso hairdo. <laughs> oh, That's an inside joke. Sorry.
3: All right. So, but in terms of kiss, uh, Paul's taking pictures in Verona, like like, like somebody just sprayed the Fot spray in front of him.
4: <laughs> Dude, that is great, though. There are people, a bunch of kiss fans, walking around and running into Paul Stanley, I taking agreed. photos of him. And there was a few that had like the uh, the same rose tattoo, and they all had their arm out yep. with Paul. Never. What are the fucking odds on that shit? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Pretty
3: cool. Pretty cool. So yeah, they're 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 doing the European thing right now, and
4: uh, lovely Sophie Simmons is engaged. Ooh, so yeah. oh, damn, I struck out. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna call Jean. My hey, Dad, how are you? Hey, hey, Dad. Yeah, Sophie. Listen, she's signing a prenup, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she got engaged. Yep. Um, Tommy's got a photo. I guess his daughter's touring with him again. That long-lost daughter he never knew he had. Yep. He yep. put a photo up of them two together.
3: Um Jean's been retweeting a lot of stuff from uh um th- there was a picture here from ecuador it looks like and it's a bunch of fans all faces painted costumes yeah uh, i mean we know we talk about the fandom is like just incredible yeah um posting stuff from it's south endearing. america it's he's daring yeah yeah posting stuff from prague posting stuff from south america post i mean he, he love he loves the fans obviously we know that um
4: ah, and then so, one last thing i want to bring up
3: please bring it up yes oh I Our know we have, we have, we have to bring it up. Our body, thinking Stanley here,
4: <laughs> I guess there was another mishap in um, Spain, Madrid. I think it is. See, si. <laughs> see si, Madrid. Um, they fucked up on tears of falling badly. <laughs> and it looks really bad. So of yeah. course there's, he got the video and he put it up and I saw it. And it, it's tears of fallen. The chorus part. The chorus is always for tears of falling. It runs four times. Well, when they're finishing it up, they must have fucked up the track because on the fourth one of tears of falling, the first line of the next verse. Yes. Is over like uh, overlapping with the tears of them singing. So at first I'm like, is the fucking chorus a track? I'm like, no, no, no. That's them singing. And if you look at the video, you can see like Tommy's like, oh fuck! And oh looking, yeah, to, Tommy's
3: like, Whoa. Tommy's like literally running away, like he wants to get off the stage. Yeah,
4: and then so the first line is being you know drowned out by the tears of falling chorus the band yep. is singing, and then so Paul just jumps in and the second verse it starts off. Yeah,
2: it's it's
4: so we know this is a beating a dead horse, but. You know, guys, we had another hundred shows. We're doing this and that. We're doing This, this is fucking embarrassing. You know, it's like, getting it's very difficult.
3: It's getting very difficult to, to be a Kiss fan and defend because I'm on record as saying I'll speak for myself I'm on record. I don't fucking care if you're using tracks. I don't care. It, to me, it's like using special effects in a fucking Star Wars. movie. Yeah, help, don't it, care. help it out, though. Tom. Right. No, no. no, no, no I'm I, saying not that's old my thing. thing. That, that's what I was just going to say. That's why it's Get getting more. It's getting more difficult to defend them. It is. It's it's Dude, annoying.
4: You can't just sing a verse in tears of falling. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Dude, it, not, not not to be all done. I remember uh, about a week or two ago. I mean, they've got photos with a lot of the celebrities, uh, rock celebrities now because they're over in Europe. So yeah. I, I saw them do pictures with uh, the original lead singer of Iron Maiden. uh uh, Judas Priest's lead singer there, uh, Rob, Rob Halford, Halford. And Paul, yeah, then, Paul Diano and then from Iron Maiden. Yep. Yeah, and then Dave Mustaine. But Dave Mustaine, like a week earlier, was shitting on big bands that can't do it and why they're still performing and all that other shit. And then he takes a photo with them. Um, It's, it's not a good look. And we know our buddy Eddie's going to sit there and jump all over it because he uses that and then he... He gets up and starts defending Ace. Ace is still performing. Dude, Ace is a mess. Yeah. Okay. Ace's band is kick ass. Okay. But the fact remains that I don't care what Joey thinks. Ace ain't playing a full fucking kiss concert more than one show ever. No way. He's not. It's just, he can't handle it. Um. But to me, I just, you know, you're not helping yourselves. Yeah. You're not. And it's yeah. frustrating.
3: That's the thing. It's just, it, yeah, it, it's frustrating because it's like, guys, what the fuck? Like, stop making it so easy for people to just shit on you. And and I know we always, you know, people people have their opinions of the Sinkin' Stanley character. All he's doing is posting a video that exists. He's not, it's not a meme. It's not a thing. It's, it's a well, video. He did, of add, a, he did well, have he did, them. What did he do? He added Millie Vanilli, girl, <laughs> you know, it's true at the end of the video, which I'm sorry, made me laugh. And then I got mad at myself for laughing because I'm like, you can't be comparing Kiss to Millie Vanilli now. Yeah.
4: It just, I don't know. It, it, get somebody else to sing he- harmonies with you, Paul. Yeah. Or yeah. Put an extra guy back there or something. At this point, it's just not, it doesn't look good. So in other words, another hundred shows with the same songs, they're not changing a fucking goddamn thing.
3: Dude, so, that, that, that 100 show comment, I feel like he kind of spoke too soon. I know, I know we keep talking about how they want to push it to the 50th anniversary for 2023, but yikes.
4: Dude, it's just... It's I the know. same set list and set tour and everything since 2012. Yeah. 10 years of it. Yeah. Come it's on, rough. guys. It's the it's same rough. show. Come yep. on. Yep. Anyway, that's it for Kiss News, Tom. So... uh Give me a second. I'll be right back. Um, why don't you guys give me a break? I'm going to sign the new contract to be a performer on the Shout It Out Loudcast cruise. I don't know what they're having me do. I was told I would be getting a six-pack of mellow yellow cola.
1: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, yeah,
3: so we're back. I was just actually signing a contract for uh, the Shuttle Loudcast Cruise for a couple cases of baseball so people can autograph them. You know, we can autograph them for them. So it, I'm telling you, the wheels are turning. By the, t- by the end of this
4: episode, the cruise is going to be ready to go. I'm telling you. And we're going to compete with the Jericho Cruise at the same time.
3: Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Yep.
4: Anyway, uh, Tom, we were uh, texting with uh, Chris about something. Uh, I don't remember what it was exactly. And um, at some point we said, yeah, the you know, I think we were talking maybe Creatures Fest or something. And then yeah, uh, I think probably. Yeah. And then we just simply said, hey, let's get when, when are you going to get those uh, the guys from quarantine? The guys we really want to talk to Chris <laughs> yeah. on this show. And he's like, give me a second. And boom, next thing you know, PJ's on. Next thing you know, he's like, Yeah, let me reach out to the guys. And I don't know if he was joking. He's like, I think they respectively declined. I'm like, Motherfucker. I'm like, Wait, did, I'm like, Did PJ, did, did he know we were in the text group or is he joking? <laughs> and now getting to know him a little better. Oh, man. I, we know he's fucking constantly cracking jokes. Yep. yep. And just for the reference point, at some point in this episode, you might not understand. He made a thing because I joked to him. I'm like, dude, like something about like, you know, maybe we'll bring Casada on this episode, too. It's like no mention of Joey Casada. Anybody mentions Joey Casada, There's going to be a one thousand dollar fine. So you might hear that in this episode a little.
3: Yeah. So Jericho was scheduled. You know, he he landed on his flight. He was running a little bit behind. So me and Zeus were online with uh, with Kent. Uh, Charlie and Joe for a while shooting the shit talking kiss talking quarantine just talking music uh, you know and then uh, PJ and Chris joined in on the conversation and it was just a fucking blast uh, mind you Zeus hinted at it at the, at the beginning there are a little bit of technical audio glitches with Chris and um, you're going to get the you're going to you're going to hear what he said. There, there might be a couple things you maybe have to, you know, rewind it, you know, 10 seconds or so to kind of hear it. But, you know, we apologize for that. I know Chris does, too. But um, it was an amazingly fun time. And we're excited for you guys to hear it.
4: Yeah. Uh, Chris, God bless him. Just got off a plane. Yep. Goes to his hotel, jumps on and he's, you know, he's using remote access at a hotel. He had the bars or something for some reason. The, uh, unfortunately, the audio was buffering and stuff. But, I mean, the, the we couldn't thank those guys enough. And yeah. we'll talk about what we talked about afterwards. But for now, we're going to give you Quarantine, Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, Kent Sluker, Joe McGinnis, and Charlie Paradelriago. I don't know if I did it, Charlie, but I hope I did it right.
3: I think you did. Here it is. So Chris, you just landed. Where'd you come from? Tell us. Tell everybody.
4: Uh, I'm in Savannah, Georgia right now, which apparently is not very good fucking Zoom Wi-Fi for some. Old uh, country, baby. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's it's, it's old country. A lot of golfers and ghosts. (laughs) Golfers and ghosts. Okay. (laughs) Our next quarantine album: golfers and ghosts.
2: And ghosts. Golfers,
4: ghosts. But I think, uh, listen, if I'm not fucking freezing, I'm on my iPhone right now.
2: You're good. yeah, this
4: might be better because something was going on with the fucking. Yeah, uh, it's all good. <laughs> well, let's 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 do this. Let's, okay. let's
3: do this. All right. Well, first of all, we can't. We want to th- say... This is awesome. We got the whole quarantine, guys. Everybody's here. This is awesome. Um. So I mean, we just we're just gonna start. We're just gonna shoot the shit about Creatures Fest in in quarantine. I mean, so Chris, we were talking to these guys before you came on. We're talking to Charlie, Joe, and Ken about the Creatures Fest experience. What, what, did, what did you and PJ, what, what did you guys think? What did you think of the crowd, the feedback, your performance? I mean, you, the first time you did Silver Spoon? Tell everybody.
4: First of all, uh, one of my all-time favorite, Paul Stanley raps, that gets zero reaction, is uh, he's looking into the crowd, and he goes, I saw you in the lobby. <laughs> Getting, <laughs> <ice>! <laughs> Getting- <laughs>
1: So oh yeah.
4: Um so that'll be what? my next gauge But I I mean Creatures Fest was uh we were really excited about it because it was basically our first official real gig that wasn't a Jericho partisan crowd because the, the first uh gig we had was on the Jericho Cruise. <coughs> yep. So you gotta you know like us there. The second gig was at the Jericho Fest, which is my birthday party, so you yeah. really gotta like. <laughs> so creatures fest was kind of our real kind of stepping out debut on is this band good enough to fucking rock uh and, and carry on this amazing tradition of, of kiss that that we had started to do so in that respect we were really excited about it and I'll be brief I'll let the other guys speak as well. I was so excited when we walked on stage to see the crowd and what I mean by crowd was it was packed like that um Little ballroom yep. where they were selling gimmicks and uh, whatever it was the, the the you know all all, all the merchandise area whatever it was. Expo the expo tent was I
3: think they called it or whatever
4: yeah yeah expo city there yeah okay. so I was thinking okay they put us on the side stage and you know we've played enough side stages and all of our various bands that could be in the parking lot you know hundred feet away but this place was packed which tells me two things one people were interested in what we were doing. Or they were curious to what we were doing, and that's all we needed because we knew when we came in, fucking prepared. We, all three of the gigs we played, we did a lot of rehearsing. um But this was also the first gig that we had with all five of us there, and um we were really, really stoked and really excited. And I'll, and I'll pass it on
7: to, to somebody else to what they thought about it. What What he means by a lot of rehearsing is. We rehearsed once before the cruise for about. <laughs> then we and and, and uh, Joe wasn't there, and then we rehearsed once before his party, and I wasn't there, and then we finally rehearsed <laughs> yes. uh, for Creatures Fest. But the thing about Creatures Fest is, I mean, talk about overachievers. We were all together for I don't know eighteen hours. I think we did, or we or flew in. We did a rehearsal, four hour rehearsal. We did a podcast and we caught a show. We shot a video. We took pictures and played a show. Oh. That's,
1: cool. that's, that's,
7: that's insane.
2: We got it all in. We yeah. did. <laughs> and the, and the thing about that, I think about creatures fest too, is, is kiss fans are going to be tough on you. They're going to, they they know what they're looking at and they know what they're listening to. And, you can't pull the wool over their eyes. They've seen it all and done it all. So to be, to go out there and then I guess you could say, prove yourself uh, to a, to a hardcore fan base. Like Chris said, they weren't there. You know, you had to be, You had to like us at the two other gigs, but this one, you, you could form your own opinion. And I think that we, uh, we brought it pretty hard on that show. So I, I felt really good about it. And the energy was ridiculous. So I, I, I was I walked away very, very, very happy. So I can't complain
5: at all. My my favorite thing,
4: sorry, Tom, my favorite thing about it was like, once again, it's a kiss friendly crowd. So you're going to get a good reaction, but I don't think people quite understood the power of quarantine uh, and the desire of quarantine to steal. Uh Oh, because let's be honest. There's a lot of heavy hitters there, including Bruce Kulick and his band. But what we said, and, and I'll, I would say this to anybody, Bruce, any of those guys, those guys don't have a frontman. And Kiss, even though Paul has a guitar, Paul Stanley is one of the greatest frontmen of all time. And we were like, fuck it, we're going for it. And the other thing we have that no other Kiss band has from that era is two killer guitar players. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is from a soloing standpoint... So we know that we're a five piece instead of a four. We've got a front man who doesn't have a guitar. So we've got a real chance to do something here and make it special, which we knew we had that already just because the guys in the band from the start, but also the set list. Like, that's why, listen, love's a deadly weapon. That was the bane of our existence. It is not an easy song to play. It's <laughs> yep. not, but we're like, fuck it. we need, we need to open with this song and, you know, wherever it lands, it lands. As PJ would say, it's in God's hands now. But, like, right from the start, <laughs> we're not fucking around. Here's what we're doing. We don't know what Bruce is doing or what Ace is doing or what Vinny's doing, but we're playing probably the most intricate Kiss song in the whole catalog to the point where those of us in the band know we had to make a couple revisions here and there. So, if you're a, a Kiss fan of this era and, and you see
1: quarantine,
7: Locking
5: up with grabbed by the throat right in, and it's out of that as well.
4: Well, let's hear yeah. from the two guitar players then. Because you guys came out with never mind Chris's energy and PJ's. We saw you, Ken's first time seeing you play, but we saw you guys not too long ago with Fozzie. So, you know, I know Chris the wrestler, but I've never seen Chris live myself. And you guys brought it with Fozzie. So I, I was kind of curious to see what the heck's gonna come out. So not only did everybody else kill it, but now we got two guitar players, and you guys played with Flash, and I fucking loved it. And it it came across the energy, and I think that's the one word that everyone said more than any about you guys would say energy. That's all you kept hearing about you guys amongst the other thing, and they're all superlatives because I think you really. Didn't know what people, people didn't even know what to expect. I know Chris, the performer and we just saw him. So we knew what we were going to get because you don't do anything half ass, but the rest of you guys, the whole band just came out fucking flying. I'd love to hear from uh, both Charlie and Joe, the guitar plays about, you know, coming out and what you kind of want to bring to this kiss band.
5: Well, you know, these guys make it kind of easy. You know, they lay the, the, you know, the foundation for what Charlie and I do. So we kind of hop in and, uh, just kind of make it, you know, more because we're playing off each other, you know, having a player like Charlie is like, you know, any, uh, who knows anything about music, watches Charlie play and says, that guy's incredible. And for me, it makes up my game. So, you know, when you're doing songs like love's a deadly weapon and, um, you know, you have a crowd, you know, your, your adrenaline's pumping, it's really hard not to, you know, carried away and overshoot the mark as they say, you know, but uh, you know, we all play well off each other and man has had such a blast, uh, such an honor.
3: Charlie, how about you? How did, how did it feel coming out first time on stage, but coming out to loves a deadly weapon, not the, uh, not the easiest song to, to come out there
0: with a crowd like that. It's the hardest. Like I have a, a really harsh time doing that for the first song, but you know, it's like a challenge in the end. And actually <laughs> tell right, me
2: about right, it. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's like
0: I, I see the faces. I think I think that my face and Kent's are very similar when we do that song as a as a starting song. But I think that you
1: through
0: it now. Yeah, man. It's like Joe actually has helped me a lot during the whole thing of, you know, learning the songs properly for for the band. Joe actually sent me even a backing track to you know per, to practice loves a deadly weapon which mm-hmm. actually is you know the for me that's the toughest song in the in the in the sad list it's like mm-hmm. as soon as that song we finish that song it's like I say <laughs> yes yes <laughs> it's, it's like now because it's a tough song but yeah I think that the 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 base of the of the band is like you know we have a great drummer we'll have like pj and you know Chris is there you know. Having a great time. He's like dancing everywhere, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: and you know, it's like now I ever I have recorded every quarantine show, like the three of them, yeah, like yeah. you know the the Jer- the Jericho Cruise, the Jericho Fest, and also uh, the Creatures Fest. Yeah. And it's obviously like the Creatures Fest is like the band is way more solid than than ever. It's mm-hmm. like it's three yeah. three gigs, but it's way more solid. And you can the the point of view of this this camera is that it it catches. Not like a, I don't know. Not like a home video or like a YouTube video from a fan, but it's like right there and it captures, you know, it's the a time stamp. Yes.
4: The
1: time Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. and and it's amazing because I, you know, I get to watch every member of the band with that, what they're doing, and and it's really fun. Now I I think that the next time we play together, it's going to be even more fun. Nice. It's going to be even know. more
5: fun. Did oh, not?
4: Yeah. One thing I want to add. Did you guys know? That the oh, good songwriter was there, so Wes Beach, who wrote that song, who was in the Plasmatics, was there with us the whole time, Uh-oh. watching no you guys idea. perform. i no kidding. So yeah, yeah. Wes is a, a big listener to the show. He always comments, always brings up, <laughs> loves the Deadly Weapon. Always and, I didn't know that. Well, wow. and <laughs> yeah. uh, he was there, very impressed.
7: Really, <laughs> well, he's, well, it. he's impressed it, But he played it, let alone you know well.
4: Let me just take over here. Here's the thing I love about this era of KISS and why quarantine has legs that can go on for years and years and years. What the fuck? Right. KISS have to do loves a deadly weapon in 1985. I mean, this is the band that did love gun and and, and lick it up. And I was made for loving you and Shandy and suddenly out of nowhere, much to Paul's chagrin, they do this basically fucking in a lot of ways, it's, it's pretty prog rock and it's very heavy and fast and thrashy. When I say prog rock. The melody line for that song is weird. It's not even a melody line. It's it's just basically spitting out words, hoping that you get them in time with the beat. I'm getting fired up. It's like, it's, it doesn't make sense. And no, no, no is like that as well. And yeah. this is what about those songs is when we play them, like, listening to them is one thing deconstructing them i think all five of us can agree with this there's a whole fucking like (laughs) i'm not gonna say dream theater or rush but there's an element of it in
7: there where i'm like what were you guys like where did this come from you know what it's like not just to interject that i agree with chris because it is it is an intricate song but not in the dream theater sense the song is riddled with anxiety it is so. Hmm. It's chaotic. It's on the verge of collapse at any moment. It's that's the danger right. of right. it. So it's not that it's like well thought out. It's not. That was a one and done. They will never and could never play that song again. You know, I mean, not the way they recorded it. There's no way. It's just too um, chaotic. When you hey, you're looking at
4: Gene Bruce and Eric, Paul, Paul Stanley. Had nothing to do with that. So I would, I would bet, bet, bet the farm on the fact that Paul never note sang a note had nothing to do with it. And that's why when I sent him that song when we released it, <laughs> I got the famous response of the puking emoji.
1: Wow!
5: <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, not a fan And Van Halen. Oh, what bad he say? Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, here's
4: his quote, guys. And I'll let Joe McGinnis or Kent Sleoser say what it was. What was Paul's response when I sent him that?
5: He said Halen. <laughs> bad Halen. Bad Van said, Halen. Sorry, yeah. said sorry, bad Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Skinky <clears throat> so face, hey, yeah.
4: Tom, didn't Wes say, and I'm I'm pretty sure this was for Love's a Deadly Weapon, that he kind of labeled it the motorhead song.
3: Yeah, I think that's what uh, what
4: it was earmarked. I think they called it that. Somehow Gene liked it, took a liking to it, and it became a Kiss song because his relationship there with Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics, you know, and Paul, according to (laughs) a story goes, he wasn't a big fan of them. Didn't like Gene's involvement too much with them, and uh, of course he's not going to like that song too much. There
3: we go. So Chris, so so that that leads us to a, a good segue. So why, why? I mean, we know that you love the deep cuts from this era, so why seek out a song like Love's a Deadly Weapon or No-No-No and not go with something, you know, I don't know, like, you know, L- Radar for Love or, you know, I've Had Enough or something like that. Like, you guys went
4: deep. Well, we we wanted to do, um, so we started with uh, No-No, which, which was really kind of interesting, and I said to the guys, okay, I'll do No-No-No, the caveat is, we have to do a Paul song second. And we did Hard, hard Chrome. Yep. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, let's do a Gene. And what do we got? And I, I can't remember if it was Joe, maybe, suggested Loves the Deadly Whip. Someone threw that one out there. And I, I felt the same about that as they. no, no, no. I'm like, really? Because I didn't rate either one of those songs. Um, and then once again, it's like, I'll do whatever the guys want to do because I know get i to say in the next pick. Because I, I love singing the punks. Those songs are very hard to sing. Because, because it's not my style, but like I said, he's got a very high voice in that area. At the end of, of Loves is, has a really long scream, which goes on for probably, I don't know, 10 seconds, 12 seconds. And it's really cool to hear that uh, and really delve into these songs. So I wasn't a component of Deadly Weapon, but I'll tell you what, like PJ said, we're holding on for dear life when that song gets going. And, <laughs> you know and we played it three times down all three times we hate we it but it's not easy and that's what i love about being in quarantine is like Foz is a great band and there's it, there's a lot of intricate parts but doing these kiss tunes for me is a whole different ball of wax because it's different vocal different timing you're playing with different musicians
2: i think that makes us all better players in the end absolutely And I think with the, with the you know, I think Joe and I, we brought up no, no, no. And I think the reason is I think we wanted to come out heavy. I think we wanted to come out just bringing it, you know, and and nothing brought it more than the no, 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 as far as that riff and that just the double bass thing and all that stuff. And I think Mm -hmm. we just wanted to come out swinging pretty hard with that one. And, and, you know, again, go really obscure and let's do some stuff that not a lot of people do so.
1: Yeah, I think that, we that, accomplished
2: that. You know, well that
3: that's you did because not only did you go obscure, but like you said, you went upbeat, fast, like speed kiss, which is <laughs> like which a lot of people aren't used to hearing yeah. from the band from the band themselves, or even from a band like yourself who's who's kind of celebrating these songs. So I remember when we first heard that, we're like, holy shit! First, wow, they're playing no, 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 but listen to how they're yeah. playing
2: it. Well, and the cool thing is too is with, with these guys, and we we I think we approached every song is like. We're gonna do do it justice. We got to do it like they used to do it in the '80s and '90s. We got to do everything fast mm. because being a drummer, I was like I want to hold everything back. And Chris is like, no, man, let's just do it. Let's, let's go. Let's play fast. And if you go back and watch anything that they did in the '80s, it was flying. So it's like yep. oh, everything God, you yeah. hear is gonna everything you hear is gonna be you know to be close to record tempo when we record it. But when we do it live, it's gonna be the energy level is gonna it's- be through the roof. So, yeah,
4: it's Eric Carr like live performance, exactly. Animal, and, and, con- and we're consciously yes, doing it.
2: That. Yeah, we're consciously we it. bringing it. And yep. It's not like we're you know trying, oh my gosh, they're playing it. It's like we're doing that on purpose because we want to bring it, you know. So, I would have right. seen them play uh, Love's a
7: Deadly Weapon, um, because they notoriously played everything so <coughs> fast in the 80s. <laughs> I would love to. See where
2: that landed on the on the, uh,
1: yeah.
2: the old the old ticker, it would have been a two minute song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not even. Yeah. Not even.
2: No, you're right because the
1: song
3: is already faster than who knows what. But then you 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 add it to that that era when everything was just really amped up, like yeah, they, double,
7: all that new KISS footage that's coming out now. Yeah, and the yeah the, uh, the asylum. Yes. I was like, oh my god! Listen to how fast that stuff is. It's like it's yeah. great. Time.
4: Different era, different band. Oh my it's just god! Amazing. Yeah. Now they,
7: they
2: I, th- yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say they they the energy equaled playing everything fast to them. That's how in their minds they came out and they they mm. wanted to energize the crowd and energize their playing because I even know uh, Luke, the artist I play with now, he wants to bump things up a couple beats live
1: mm-hmm. because they it have, just it,
2: it just automatically it, brings more in- energy to the crowd.
7: Up, yep, i it up. But they came out like an opening band, kind of like ready to. Yeah. You know, uh, something to prove. Something to prove. Full of piss and vinegar, and definitely adding. You know, speeding up the tempo definitely energizes. It gives you a kick in the L, uh, kick in the ding ding. If you will <laughs> absolutely.
4: Yeah, yeah. Tom, 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 here's here's the thing about 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 what we're doing with this air yeah. kiss. It's very misunderstood, and there's a huge call of of people. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. A huge. Element of Kiss fans that just all over. Like I was talking to Charlie and Portnoy about um, all of these leaks that have been coming out, all the '70s stuff, Mm -hmm. and when the '80s, this is the only no one's ever seen anything. hard pass. And I was like, "Fuck you guys!" Well, hard pass any album then that we always talk, you idiots. It's like (laughs) people don't understand great this was in this time frame and just like i said the reason why is they were fighting their lives they really mm. were we back on it now as a glamorous time they were still selling arenas and doing good sales they really weren't kiss and sell the, by, by the, their, their old accountant they were basically doing you ever wonder why they did an album tour every year is they had no money they were they were, they were living off their merch from winterland pay them x amount of dollars for the tour up front so, they were really fighting for their lives. That's why I love this era of kiss. That's why I love being quarantined with the energy we bring to it. The only reason why we're bringing this energy, not the only reason, is to watch that as- uh, and watch them jumping up and down and doing pump kicks. And th- yeah. there's, there's more kicks in the first eight bars <laughs> of Detroit Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You it's,
7: know it's, why? It was City Music Hall Rockets. <laughs> but yeah because they had no production
4: all they had was a giant kiss them. there's no pyro there's yep. no fucking anything there's no there's no cherry pickers so they're fighting for their lives trying to put on a kiss level show with no money and that's what i love about quarantine when you say a lot of energy that's a great compliment to me because that's we're we are epitomizing kiss from that era a band that is playing as best as they can, as fast as they can and being as energetic as they can, because they can't rely on the production of the past because they don't have any money for it. And I like that. You know, without 80s Kiss, there'd be no Union Kiss. There'd be no Kiss playing now on the end of the road tour. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah. The thing I was going to uh, bring up, so I, I kind of wrote this quick down in four singles. So you got No, 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 Crazy Nights, Heart of Chrome, Revenge, Love's a Deadly Weapon, right, Asylum. Silver Spoon Hot in the Shade um so i'm predicting under the gun animalize next if you since you're doing a fast cast that might be <laughs> your next single but are you guys going to constantly stay in the lick it up carnival of souls era nothing outside that
7: you mean stay out of it
4: no stay in that zone lick it up oh, carnival Bruce of souls meaning That's the era. No no uh non makeup, no no makeup stuff, no no no. solo albums from anybody. You're not gonna play asshole by Gene Simmons, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) The
4: the thing for us us is that we we don't do a lot of music. Um, you know, I think we I think the last song, I think Loves came out in February of 21. And silver spoon is you know where are we now may of 22 so it's like it's it's almost like an annual thing um only because we don't want to we don't want to uh, uh dilute quarantine so mm-hmm. we picked the songs very smartly because like you said you know, let's do asshole and our, our kind of unwritten rule is we want to do songs that have never uh had a video or were never released as a single uh, nice. for our song. in live, obviously, we did. Who wants to be lonely? And lick it up and have us on yeah. 5. But you have those songs because they're they're foundations and they're, and they're cornerstones of that era. But I, I, for us, with, with when we do a song and a video and release it and, and listen, Silver Spoon is number twenty on the radio. Radio. So we're <laughs> we're we're putting some. We're releasing it to rock radio. We want people to dig it. So we're not going to do, you know, something just as a gag to, you know, Tom and Zeus think it's funny that we did a thief in the night. We want a song that is going to get a chance to be on the radio and, and, and take over the same way that No, No, No and Silver Spoon have. have to be smart with their picks. But once again, the beauty of quarantine is there's such a huge wealth of songs available for us to choose from that nobody knows nobody when Mm -hmm. we did no 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 is that a david lee roth eat and smile song like people don't (laughs) know these songs if you know you know if you don't there's still great tunes and that's what we have to keep a real eye on this because each year or six months or whenever we do a song and a video because every song is a video and i'd like to keep that tradition going well it has to be
7: a good one so we better pick wisely and plus we can go We're the only band that can go to a kiss convention and play and not give a fuck about anyone else's set list. We we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: true. That's true.
7: <clears throat> so, so I mean, is
3: it, so is it safe, is it safe to say that there's, there's more quarantine to come? Silver spoon is not going to be your last song. Yeah,
5: absolutely not. I mean, I, I we
4: started just, I'm not gonna answer, I know I'm talking a lot, but um, when we started this, it was never like a one off. I, I, I think all four of us, then bringing Charlie in afterwards, was like, This is really cool. Like, I think No, No, No opened the, the, the eyes to us that there's a whole world of people that either know songs or don't that think it's cool, like to go to 25 and be the highest charting song from the Crazy Nights album ever started out to be so. We decided let's keep this rolling. It was a pandemic band. Just the name quarantine is, is is you know as as clever as that is. But now there's there's no reason to stop, especially with Creatures Fest being such a big success. Charlie's with us now. All five of us get along so well. We we enjoy the hang time and and. and I know from, I mean, Charlie's obviously a soul artist, as is Joe. But, I you know, for me, and I, I'm not going to speak for PJ and Kemp, but I would assume they feel the same. It's fun to play with other musicians. That's that's what musicians strive to do, is play with other musicians. So to get a chance to sing super fucking high on I wanna or or uh, on I, don't do that in anymore. There's, like, different than that. So if I want to go sing all night super high and super hard just over. Day. <laughs> 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 Good day and when we do that live it's a challenge for me and it's fun. I think that's the this band is it's fun for me Joe do you do know name
5: what what's up <laughs> I didn't hear that it broke up
7: Ron all right are you paying attention? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: I, I, I yeah, said, no, "Is I'm it fun kidding. for you? Is it no, fun for yeah, you absolutely. too, Joe?"
5: And this is this thing is like a dream come true for me. Uh, I get you know, like my four lost, long lost brothers, and it almost feels like you know I have such a cool connection with these guys, and to play the music that we do, you know, it's something that we're passionate about, that normally in a in in our uh, regular music careers wouldn't really fly the way it does but this thing has such a cool uh niche to it you know we kind of weave in and out of other projects but always come back here to have a little bit of fun and uh you know i i you know i'll do anything uh 80s kiss related anytime you know it doesn't matter the song it doesn't matter uh well within reason there's a few songs that we decided that that's will never be played.
3: Oh, oh, uh, can, oh, can, oh, oh! Wait a minute! Cool. Wait! Can, can, can we hear those? No, can we, can we, no, no! Can, 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 no mean, meaning, can you tell us what no. those all so-
5: oh, come? No no, 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 nope, no, no, no. Oh, we always got to keep that mystique. That's a big part of Kiss. In <laughs> okay. general. so we're going <laughs> to that makeup. Makeup.
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's your version of your
2: makeup. These are yeah, the, the songs
3: definitely. we ain't playing. Yeah. So we want. There's won't one or,
2: there's one or two. You know, there's one or two we will we 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 discussed. It's just. That's okay. not going to happen. Yeah, you know? it's,
4: it's called boomerang, and I don't <laughs> see that happening anytime soon. Uh,
2: yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah, okay, we'll <laughs> I, see. Uh, I, uh,
4: did I, did we just get silence amongst us? Uh, is that possible? I, that possible. I don't Come even. I'm the I host of the show. I can't okay. tell if we all went
7: I, I'm or take- Chris or if Chris was talking and his. Internet just shit the bed again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was waiting for. I couldn't tell.
4: All right. Let's go through each guy say a song that will never do. Boomerang. Okay.
2: Chris,
1: Chris is right.
4: Boomerang.
2: I, Kent. I, I know mine. And, that, and know some mine. guys, I think we've discussed this. And some guys in the band like this song. I'm going I'm to go and read my body. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me and PJ agree on that. We did discuss this one night. Oh. Uh, yeah, so yeah. But, uh, the read my body sticks out like a sore thumb to me. I'm just not a fan.
1: You're not a, a fan.
7: Fart, a fart in the space,
2: <laughs> Joe. What about you?
3: You could spill it. What about you? Who, me? Yeah. What What's a song that you would not uh, pre- prefer not to play?
5: I know the other guys aren't going to like this because I think like this song, but I, I'm not a fan of when your walls come down. And I love the Crazy Nights record, top to bottom.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like one. I don't like that song. Yeah, I know Chris loves yep. it, but that's yeah, okay. the whole here, yep. kitty
2: kitty part in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know you want it. Yeah, I'm you want you. it. too. No. <laughs> oh. That's kitty. So much. kitty. kitty.
3: <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, you got Charlie, you got anything on your list that you would prefer not to have to be the next quarantine song?
0: Yeah, but I'm glad that it's not the like the non-makeup era. It's a song from the Detroit Rock City soundtrack. Oh yes. think, yeah, yeah, I like the oh. movie. Yeah, I know, which is a good um, thing because I don't like the song. Now, though, Charlie, what
1: is it from Joey. our era? Well, non <laughs> <of our era.
0: laughs> right, you know, movies, non-makeup,
4: non-makeup, non-makeup.
0: All right, non-makeup. I mean, it's it's a kind of hard uh, because it's kind of hard because when you say boomerang, you say, eh, that nah, nah, bad, bad." bad. Oh. You know, due popular demand. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Charlie's
4: just uh, to be here. Charlie do whatever we tell him to do. Charlie, man, you're too nice. He's too nice He's to be nice with you P. guys. Jesus. All right, PJ, what do you got?
7: Other than read my body,
2: obviously. PJ, what you got?
7: uh I, I'm. You guys mentioned both of them actually. Read my body is my first, and walls come down probably my second.
4: Well, oh. It's not that bad. I like that song.
2: There, there was another one I was thinking of. No, I can't think of it now. I uh, mean, there's,
4: um, it's got to be the last two songs from Animalize. Those songs are morodal. No, they yeah. aren't. Murder <laughs> in high heels and, and high heels, heels, heels is lonely. Lonely is the hunter. one of the. Oh, lonely, the city sleeps, sleep. not lonely is the hunt. I'm talking about while the city like, sleeps. Oh,
3: while the city sleeps. See, horrible songs.
4: Horrible. they just I fucking like- word salad. It's a gene threw. <laughs> That's in my book. Let me put that in a song. Let me <laughs> put this lyric in a song. <laughs> All right, not see, not I not do with one. anything.
5: I got right, one. Chris,
4: my got? least, my least favorite Paul Stanley Desmond Child collaboration, and it's not the one you think. It's you make me rock hard. Nope. No? You love me to hate you. Oh what?
1: <laughs> oh
4: wow. Dude, when we when we
3: when we did our Hot in the Shade album review, that was both of our number one ranked song on that
4: album. Love that. So that's song. why you guys are dumb
1: idiots. <laughs> there it is. There, <laughs> it is. there, it there is. is the
4: clip. We got there's it. The, there's the is intro. There not- there's the new intro to our show. <laughs> you guys are just dumb not, <laughs> Does it not bother you guys that Desmond had just come off a huge hit that was called "I Hate Myself for Loving You"? No, that doesn't bother when- me. No, it, no, it bothers me because I'm like, Des, come on, dude. I hate myself for loving you. You love me to hate you. It's perfect. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Look but, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't fun. have You're like me. a cat on a hot tin roof in that and those lyrics, like the it's one Desmond put in this one. Awesome song. That silver <laughs> spoon and King of Hearts. That trifecta right there. Those King deep of Hearts gods, is
2: incredible. Oh, yeah. great
4: songs you know, There was there was a time when King of Hearts was on the quarantine set list, wasn't it? yes it
2: was actually the early yeah. one. That's like right. That was on our one. first revision. Yeah. The re- first, it, 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 first you, huh? you guys want a little trivia. Here's the song.
4: Here's a little song. Oh, yeah. Um, that was on the quarantine set list that we dropped. Uh, not King of Hearts. There was another one that we were gonna play, but then when we realized there a like way too many
0: lyrics,
4: and it was super fucking boring. Do you guys remember what one it was?
0: I do. I uh, because I, I under the Gun? I remember it, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, under the Gun. No. no nope. uh, I remember because we, we
7: took it out, and I suggested I, I Just Wanna. Which I remember
0: that. was it? I remember which song. That was – uh Thrills in the Night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thrills in the Night.
5: Thrills in the Night, yeah. Thrills in the Night. We thought it would be such a
4: cool idea to play. And I was literally everything is different. All the pre-choruses are different, so to put the time in, and it's really kind of just like really boring. It's fun when you're watching during Animalize, but even Animalize too, when it comes on, I'm kind of like, eh. It's almost a fast forward on that one. That's when they should have sped up, but they did not. It doesn't. <laughs> I've
3: I've always thought that song was kind of a plotting song that kind of really went nowhere. I I, I, I I know people dug dig it, but I'm not. I've never been a big fan. I think it's kind of a boring one.
4: You don't I like girls no. that are. Uh, get a little dirty at night tom
6: it's that, a, a passive pass <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah a
4: Yeah. Like, act all good during the daytime but at night time you stop crazy i love the <laughs> choruses on there i think the band do a great job and the backing chorus on that might be a little bit difficult um i but i think they i think they do a good job on it they had a shitty video for it but didn't do much yeah. so i don't think you guys could do it right mm-hmm. you said no videos well no no, we're we're just saying like we, we 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 were gonna do it live and it didn't ah, translate.
7: Yeah, we weren't gonna record the live. right? <laughs> but was. there's
4: also a song that we actually played live. I'm that I because it's not song, and Charlie very sad because he played the solo. here's are falling.
2: here's are falling. Yeah,
0: though. I I, I, I have scared. the. This is the original. Oh, Charlie's subject. got the set list. Nice. Oh, yeah, this, is, this is the original. Yeah. I actually have my quarantine stuff, but I actually, actually, guys, I got to confess something that I'm going to confess in this podcast. Oh, breaking I news. <laughs> you Remember, quit. Remember, guys, that now after forever, I've, always that? To be, I've, I've, I've always told you I'm quarantino. Por That's right. But, right. uh, but you, you know, guys, what it. happened after I left Nashville, I had like this mini tour around some places in the state. It's like West Virginia and Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> All and my I people. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Guys, I actually lost the granny panties from the cruise. Oh, I don't no. know where they are. Oh. I, I felt so bad when I arrived home. I was like, oh my god, I had only one job and I blew it. I'm sorry guys. How did you lose those? How did you lose those? Char- I know, I... I- I watched the video and that part where actually Chris grabs the granny panties and I said,
2: "Oh my god, this is awesome!" And I looked for them and oh my god, they're nowhere here. They're you know what? Some, somebody's probably got them using them as a car cover right now. Oh man, no. <laughs> covering their Volkswagen Beetle with that.
7: It was Tom. during the the Jericho cruise.
4: Um, somebody literally threw some panties on stage. Now this one was us. It was did. <clears throat> so it's so perfect for, you know, animalized era kiss. And even though we're playing all eras, the band is basically kiss animalized tour. That's our mindset. Yeah. So when we did creatures fest, we had, we, we, we hired a team to do the video. And I said to Adrian, one of the directors, I said, make sure there's plants in the audience throwing, women's underwear on stage <laughs> you would have thought that this was like freaking Hugh Hefner, Playboy Man <laughs> I had so many people go so many chicks with bras and panties that was awesome <laughs> and I'm like yes it was awesome. because we planted the chicks there and by the way the same way that kids did the chicks there for the uh, animal items I think those were so Fucking pants and bras on stage? No, they were paid to be there, and they threw the shit on stage, and that's rock and roll. Somebody,
7: <laughs> what, well, why was why was Gwyneth Paltrow from Shallow Hal there?
1: Oh, Jesus! <laughs> nice BJ. Oh man,
7: but Charlie oh lost
0: those. I know. Those. those that's the thing. They, they were not even small.
7: That was one of our, that was one of our friends playing the trick on us. I think. Oh. oh,
4: Now, do you do you guys ever see yourselves doing a couple dates in a row, touring for a little bit, maybe something small? Or are you always going to be oh, there's uh, you know, the Jericho Cruise, or there's another Creatures Fest, or there's another Kiss convention, or is it going to like one offs? Or do you think you can ever get to a point where you can do four or five cities or
2: something? Ask our manager. Mm-hmm. All right, EJ is our facto
4: manager, by
7: the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, we we keep saying, man, that, that was great. We got to do some more shows. All right, let's book some more shows. And we all look at our schedule. And we're like, oh wait, I'm not available. You have, I'm not available. I, yeah. are you? I'm not available. I'm not. I, I'm I'm out on tour. We have zero availability. Yeah. Yeah. For it's a winner, maybe,
4: and yeah. also too. Here's the thing, and once again, it's 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 a champagne problem, as we say. Mm-hmm. We love to do more shows. I think putting together a two week tour might be a little bit crazy, but to do some weekends, for sure. But here, here's I'm Robert Plant in quarantine, and Kent is John Bonham. I don't really want to do this band without Kent because to me, he's the best musician in the band, and he holds the band together, and he's really busy with luke Bryan, as all of us are busy but i think luke's schedules is for last minute from what i am surmising it,
2: it can be yeah I'm, I'm pretty much on call you know it's like if he calls you know if he calls i gotta right. be there kind of thing he's which, the bread and butter which, so you know yep
4: yep which we yeah, if we had to get joey Casada to come in we could ah,
7: thousand
1: oh, oh, <laughs> bucks
7: thousand bucks oh. in the kitty Charlie, pay that for By the him. way, the kid Charlie. The kitty comes to me because <laughs> <Charlie. laughs> it's my rule. That's two grand. <laughs> <laughs> two grand. <laughs> I'm over. His the name
4: is get, his name is COVID Casada, by the way. Because anywhere he goes, he gets people COVID. Last name counts. We can get oh. Grant Brooks to come in and replace him. But my point is like, I really like this lineup of the five of us because um we we did the first gig with Charlie because Joe was available. We did the second gig with all five of us at a birthday party. But the third one really kind of, to me, cemented us as as a really. I'm not going to say a great rock and roll band because we don't have the miles yet. But we we have potential to be great. But right now I think we're a pretty fucking rock and roll band because we've got five pros and we put in the. And PJ's kind of made a little bit light of it, but all. the rehearsals were five hours long at least the first one and the third one was and I think if we played some more we could really gel there's a couple things that that happened on on the Creatures Fest that we're laughing about that we could eliminate but we're getting tighter every time so I would like to do more shows as long as all five of us are involved if we did 10 shows with the five of us under a belt and someone could make it then then maybe we could get but I think right now important to establish quarantine uh as the band that we are which is all five of us because that's where the reputation starts getting around like like to zeus and all the people that saw us at creatures fest that were really about us like, the reason why is we were a five star everyone that we had brought into the band and rehearsed and, and envisioned the band was there and that's why it worked because like okay motherfucker here's the five of us We don't want to have a uh, a sub for our first official gig it's like well that's a, that sucks so if we can do a few more shows just the five of us when we're available then i think the legend and the demand will grow and then we can do a little bit more um uh regularly and not worry as much if one of us can't make it but right now all five of us have to be at every show
2: so we have to pick the shows wisely when we're all available um, i agree with that i agree with that 100 percent
3: so before yeah. we let before we wrap it up and let you guys go, is there
4: any can can you give wrap us? Can, can you wrap
3: give us?
1: It up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Can I? This reminds me of something. Go, so go, go ahead. the The end of uh night one, I believe it is. That's when we're all hanging out the lobby. They kick us out of the fucking hotel uh, restaurant. We keep moving in where everybody ends up hanging out in the lobby. Chris, you're doing all sorts of animalized shit fucking screaming we're all having a blast we're all out of our minds. and then there's poor Kent walking by and he's got like all these like toys or something for his kids Gifts. he Gifts. was the adult girl, he, girl was the,
3: he was the adult in the room and
4: yeah. I made a point to look at I'm like dude look at him and, and look at Chris and you just gave a look at Chris and kind I of just shook just my shook head, head like yeah like a disappointed dad no no no. no. Like, oh oh yeah. <laughs> no you know,
2: know what I was thinking here's what I was thinking I was thinking He's got to be up early in the morning for me, Green. <laughs>
1: exactly.
7: And I said, "No way!" He's a fucking machine. Oh. And,
2: and lo UV and behold,
7: system, I kept telling him, "Stop doing the fucking routine. You're giving away the show." <laughs> just the fucking,
5: this everybody. everybody
1: in the lo lobby. <laughs> lo Can behold, I just say man. something?
5: I oh yeah, man, Chris is hero, and I'll tell you why. My hotel room was directly across from his. And we had to be up early, and I don't know what time he got to bed. Maybe he he remembers. I don't know, but regardless, <clears throat> it was pretty late. I assume I knock on his door. I'm like, boy, I really don't want to wake him up, but you know, we got we got to get our ass in gear. We got to be to this meet and greet at ten o'clock or be ready. I knock on his door, and I don't remember if camp was with me or not. I was. I opened the door, and there's there's <laughs> hairs not. You know, made up at all. He's wearing jeans, nothing else. And it's like taking a bite of oatmeal or something. And then we're like, holy shit, this could be a while. You know, he had, I swear to God, he slipped on some shoes, shades, did this to his hair, put on some shades, leather jacket. All right, let's do this. And I'm like, dude, you look like a million bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you would never like know.
1: Dude, I don't <laughs> you know, look that like that he, my whole He life. got probably the
5: least amount of sleep out of all of us. Machining? You know, he's my hero because of that. He, he that walked out. Cool yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, are you serious right now? You look like this?
2: Okay. And w- did this thing look like a rock star? And I'll never right. look like that in my whole life. Not cool.
0: <laughs> I remember that no. because you actually went it, to look and, for and, me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So can I, can
4: I just say something to you guys? Absolutely. Can I say something here? Let me just... Put a fucking stop right now to this Kent Schlusher presence for kids. This response one, <laughs> because I have seen Kent Schlusher. Uh, oh, he cut out. Sorry, oh, good, good time oh, to cut no, out Man. twice.
2: Yeah, one time.
0: So
7: Oh, 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 my god, I think this is divine intervention. Ken, oh man, I thought
2: it's in itself. God's hands, right? This it's is in God's hands now. now that man, they, they heard every word you said, man. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm gonna call in later and leave a voice message. And what finish a great the story! story. Great
4: story. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris could send us one of his patented uh
3: voice texts with a, with like a five-minute rant at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just I'll I just
0: will. put
2: it I'll just put it this way. I will I don't I, I don't will. drink a lot. I don't drink a lot, but uh when I was hanging out with Chris, I did, and I uh may may or may not have got a little ill in his room. That's all Aww. I'm saying. And his forest. And his forest <laughs> we'll One See the yeah, real yeah. details. <laughs> You'll yeah. see all the details. in my form. behind the music. But that's it. Oh man. There. I came clean, you know. <laughs> Am all right. So but still you know what? I rock, I rock starred on and shot the video though. Nice. Am I yeah. still frozen? You're frozen, man.
4: <laughs> Dude, I'm waiting for Chris to send us the message. You two fucking idiots still using fucking Skype. No, Skype's (laughs) long gone. Yeah, that that was it.
3: So, so, all right. So, before we wrap it up, can anybody is anybody allowed to? If you know, can you give us a hint at least on what the next songs? What what album is it coming from? Or do you even know? Do you even know what your next song is? Have you even started working on it? It's chosen, Hmm. and you'll not. You'll not. No, is it chosen? No hints. No nothing.
0: Is it? Did I remember we know? that. We're, yeah, I remember it was chosen.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it yeah. was. But I don't,
0: I don't know yeah. if it I'm was confirmed it back, official.
5: Back. You know officially. So we'll have to kick it around a little bit more and see. Yeah. Okay. I always take notes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's taking notes. Charlie knows what the song is, but he will he sworn to secrecy. Okay.
4: Yeah, I don't. I have it. So, can you guys each before we go? What are everybody doing for the rest of the summer? Music-wise, what do you guys got going? Plug whatever you got.
2: Um, I'm touring. I'm touring uh, with Luke. Okay. Yeah. Loud, loud and proud till uh, mid October, and then we're still we're sprinkling in some Las Vegas residencies there,
1: Oh
2: here and there. And uh, yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy. Nice. Hence, PJ, hence the eyes. P- tired.
1: Yeah.
3: PJ, what about you? What do you got? What do you got for the next few months? The summer?
2: Uh, I'm basically playing
7: with a different band every fucking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally, I have trickster shows. Me and Steve doing an acoustic trickster in August, the second, first weekend of August, second week of August. I have some solo shows coming up in Florida that I'm doing just my stuff. Third week of August, I'm going out for a short run with Ra and, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, filling in with, uh, Steve Brown's other band, Tokyo motor fist mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, So like summer's off, you know, you know, Fozzie tours in the, in the, uh, spring and the fall. And this summer we didn't do any festivals or fly dates or or like one offs or anything like that. So I just got to enjoy the summer home and just kind of, kind of pick up gigs and just, you know, usually I play with my compadre Eric Martin, but he's over in Europe all summer. So it freed me up to do a whole bunch of different, different things. So, uh, I'm just kind of. I have a whole buffet of things I'm doing. I yeah, swear.
4: I caught. I caught you in Worcester with Steve, and uh, that's when Joey gave me uh, COVID. Uh, Joey, like he, what?
1: What? I didn't say his last name. You didn't say what? his last name.
4: No. <laughs> Joey but, COVID. That's five hundred. <laughs> yeah. That's five hundred. Twenty five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, by the way, my- your sh- your show. Is, uh, you guys did a pretty good job. I liked the uh, the acoustic set you and Steve did at the. Uh, you guys played the same place just a couple days later, right? Right. Yeah, And the Expo Center. It was great. Right. It was really great. Uh, Joe, what about you, buddy?
5: Well, <clears throat> a few things. My uh, solo project, I got a few live shows coming up yeah. later on and I got some new music. I'm working on releasing. Also, with Classic 78, working on getting uh, getting uh, the Phantoms album on Vine. Oh,
1: perfect. So Charlie good. and
5: Tom and I are, are working on that and trying Beautiful. to figure out the uh, detail on this track that's included and in all that. And then on top of that, I have a few things I got to do for ESP guitar. Um, and really, that's about it. Just staying busy.
3: Nice. Charlie, what about you, buddy? What do you got planned for the next few months, the summer?
0: Well, I actually, um, I'm playing shows here in, in Peru. I wouldn't call it like touring because it's not touring because it's like I've been playing and then I'm coming back home. Okay. Uh, but then... Uh, I'm working on my solo stuff as well. I have some like cool guests. Dino Casares is in the album. Nice. Uh my Michelangelo Baccio is in the Ooh, album. Thank- wow. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, I gotta I gotta thank Chris because he actually taught me how to pronounce his name properly. <laughs> I used to say call him Michelangelo Bacio.
1: So uh, <laughs> thank you.
0: And and uh yeah, and um and then working with some stuff with Kramer Guitars USA as well. That that's probably one of the main reasons why I, I get to go to the States very often, but I really hope that the next time I go to the States is to perform with my quarantinos because nice. it's really awesome to a really Beautiful. awesome thing to do. Yeah, man. Awesome.
4: Chris, what do you got going on? Nothing, right? You, you don't have shit. Can you hear me my- now? Am I back? You're back. There you Can are. Can you hear me? For fuck's sakes, man, I'm sending voicemails for all these fucking things that we talked about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, first of all, uh, you know, you want to know what I'm doing, just Google me. Who gives a shit?
0: Who gives a shit? <laughs> I want to <laughs> say this. Um, here's my favorite thing, once again. Getting a
4: chance to play with Kent and PJ and Charlie and Joe has been a lot of fun. Just making new friends via music. All made, like, a new connection with guys, Uh like, what a great guy from Peru, learned English, super funny, like fucking like the, the, the best guy. So great,
5: you know, and, and
4: picking up chicks and like throwing panties around and using credit cards to open hotel room doors, etc. Et and the quiet man who's really a madman. He puked in my forest and he puked in my waste basket in my hotel room, but he never told anybody. <laughs> word. So the next morning when I wake up, I go in the bathroom. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> you, you know, Joe McGinnis, possibly the nicest guy in the world, brought his whole family to Creatures Fest, had them all in his hotel room. There was one bed. I saw one bed and there was four people and he was just so happy and they the kids were in the front row i think your son actually threw a a, a bra on stage <laughs> everyone so great and then pj and i the pirates of the band and once again it's just a really great experience to play with other people make new friends listen this is a great era in kids that even kiss doesn't uh, uh focus on when silver spoon went to 20 to paul and paul went that's awesome. Now, for Paul to say that's awesome is the equivalent of the Gettysburg Address of fucking compliments. <laughs> <laughs> so, even Paul and Jane are excited about <laughs> this because no one focuses on this era. And we are so excited to do so. And there's so many songs. We could do 50 more singles, uh, Lord willing, and they'd all be just as good as the four that we've done. So, If you saw us at Creatures Fest, thank you. If you've listened to our tunes or watched our videos, thank you. We're doing it for fun, but we're doing it for rock and roll as well because this type of music and Kiss's era that no one talks about deserves more of a spotlight, and we're giving it to them.
7: So thank you. You made this happen.
1: (laughs) I saw you in the (laughs) (laughs) movie!
4: Well, I just got to end with this one thing I want to add. So... We were there, you know, you got probably 5,000 podcasters there watching you guys. I can tell you, you really kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. You guys really stood out. No one knew what to expect. Everybody heard of Bruce's band from the crew. So we knew what they could break. But you guys really uh, surprised everybody. We do our, every week we do a poll after an episode. So we've been doing Creatures Fest uh, reviews, two parts. Our last poll was what was your favorite part of Creatures Fest? So we put out Bruce's Ooh. band, Peter Chris appearance. You can only do four on Twitter. So Peter Chris's appearance, the pool, the uh unplugged pool show, and uh quarantine. Uh you guys made it to number two. So you're hey. ahead of Peter and you're ahead of the pool, and you were quite ahead of those guys. So oh, um hey. I, and we're was number one. Uh, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce's band. Oh, okay. every, they, they've been doing this thing for well, years and everyone knew what they're getting with it. But my point is, what is the expectations for people? They don't know you guys that well. They don't know, you know, they didn't know what they were gonna get. But the people that saw it, I'm telling you, you exceeded everybody's expectations. And now mm. I think they're super well, interested. Know, in what's coming?
2: Can, can I, I well, can
5: I, go ahead? Sorry. Go ahead, Joe. No, I was just gonna say, you know, not not, you know, not for nothing. Uh Thomas, we love you guys, but we think you overlooked one thing here, and that's Chris's outfit for the past, uh, you know, <laughs> few, few shows. That's He's actually a great guy. That's I actually know. a great point, Joe. I mean, he I mean, goes all out. You know, I just want to give him credit for going the extra mile because he, I mean, you're not going to see a lot of people doing that. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. If You make me rock your outfit
4: um which was made by Kim Dilla, who's amazing and I'll tell you this it's a literal chainmail um sleeveless shirt and it shaved fuck out of my nipples so, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was old
4: okay. well I well, I, th- I think th- I think that's Let me a think met- two more things one yeah please one, two more things one you can't compete with Bruce Kulick's band, but I'll say this and Can print it on whatever our band is more entertaining than Bruce's band. And I'll I'll go that to the wire. I'll tell anybody in Bruce's band that. Uh number two, can we talk about the fact that Bruce Kulick played with quarantine? That's right. That's right. We never discussed that. So Bruce played a solo on Heart of Chrome, Mm -hmm. and we're in the video together. But I think all of us can agree that one of the highlights of that show at Creatures Fest was having Bruce Kulick. I always forget how fucking tall he is. He's like six foot six, walks on stage. Like, dude, it was so much fun to play part of Chrome, which Kiss has never played live. Yep. Where Bruce Kulick on Lee gets, Bruce Kulick Lee guitar, And just, I loved it because I just went nuts, like dancing. And Bruce was like, you got a lot of energy, okay? I thought you were going to knock me over, okay? <laughs> 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 but don't but don't uh do not, don't take away the fact that Bruce really loves the fact that quarantine exists. Oh yeah. Because he appreciates the fact that we respect his era. So when he came on stage with us, I was so excited. I, I how did you guys feel? I mean fucking I hell. Was, we had Bruce Spielberg play well, with
7: us. Great too, because especially for Bruce, it's like he's like, yeah, he's out there doing it, playing his era songs, but that's him doing it. It's, it's, he's he quarantine so much because here's another band of a group of guys, great guys that are flying the flag for me. So it's like, you know, that's why it's not like, oh, why are these guys out here? You know, mm-hmm. it's not like a competition thing or like, why are these no. guys
2: out here? Oh, no, it's not. I love this. Yeah. You know, we're out here. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it for the right reasons. You know, right. it's, it's literally overwhelming for me. I mean, I literally, it's cliche to say, but I saw that guy play. My whole life, you know, I saw him on most non-makeup tours, and it blew me away that a that he would be a part of the project with us. You know, when he on that song and and everything, and give his blessing basically to this to this gig. You know that we're doing, but it's one thing to do that, but to to want to get up and play with us is another. And it really blew me away. You know, Mm -hmm. to look over and see him there. You know, who's it's a timestamp of my life. You know, that guy's riffs kept me off the streets, you know, a lot of time. And I'm, and I'm not going out of the way to say that. I mean, that's a true story. Mm. He kept me out of a lot of trouble. A lot of those riffs and those melodies just gave me, you know, I don't know. It just did something to me. It's hard to put, hard to put into words really, Mm. you know? Nice. And and I
4: think, I think before, before Charlie and Joe answer, I I think what I was saying before would be more entertaining than Bruce's band is you could put Bruce Kulick's band and quarantine one after another. And there's two separate entities here. We we let me rephrase that. Bruce's band is technically amazing. Like those guys, you know, Kearns and Zach Thorsey. I mean, that's fucking top top of the fucking top of the ladder. What we bring to the table is a little bit more of the fucking of kiss from that era. And I think the two sides to the coin, no pun intended, that really We could do a tour together and we would just make Mm. sure we don't. And I don't think we did a lot of overlapping of songs anyways. Mm. I know they did Revenge in its entirety, but only this time. Like, they've never played Heart of Chrome before, but we could do enough of keeping it separate and tour together and say, here's the technical side of Kiss. Here's the fun side of Kiss. And by the way, our fucking players are amazing too, but we're a little bit more loose and raw. We're not as polished.
2: Yeah, we're not as polished. polished.
4: But Kiss was not as polished on the Animal tour.
5: Right, mm,
2: great. there's
4: a there's a vibe on both, and that's why I really think I that's why I love the fact that Bruce came and played with us because he was like, There's no competition here, there's these guys doing this, and we're doing this, and the most important thing is we're putting a spotlight on this fucking era, Bruce's era, as he right. always talks about that. Kiss really does not
3: mm. well said,
4: well said yeah, 100%. like that whole kiss era. I mean, we all I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I I, I didn't want to speak for you guys. But I grew up with that 80s hair metal term, hair metal yeah. era, that music. I put Kiss's fucking production there right with the best of them that I liked, at least growing up. Oh, I yeah. liked it all the way nope. through just nope. as much as the Rats, the Bon Jovi's, the Cruz. I like the Kiss albums that they put out in the oh, 80s. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Me too. Like, that's yeah. when I got back into them like yep. more as an adult rather than the kid. That was mesmerized with the covers, but like that stuff, I loved it. And mm-hmm. the and the fact is, they don't play it. They can't in their incarnation that they're in now. But they don't. They don't promote it. It's almost like they, they, they. You know, we know we've had this conversation before about there's a, a segment of Paul. There's a part of Paul that ah, oh, that's that's not as mature as I am now. And he and he brushes right. that shit aside sometimes, I, I, and I it aggravates me. I disagree, Zeus. I disagree. I disagree. I don't think it's Paul saying it's not as mature. I think it's Paul saying, this was the time, and talking to Paul, as much as I have, this was the time we were fucking going for it. Mm. I think he he feels bad that he can't sing that that way anymore, but I also think he's a realist. Is like, we can't do these songs. They're too fucking high. He will say it was effortless those tunes so i don't think he's denying you we're much more mature now i think he's i think it's an era where it's like unless we tune down which i don't think paul wants to do it's very hard to sing and i say it with the utmost respect it's the same thing that ozzy goes through you can't sing those melody lines in your 20s and 30s and expect to do it in your 60s and 70s. Right. And that's what I, I, think, I think Paul respects that time frame, but he doesn't want to think about it because he's not that type of singer anymore. But I think mm. he still appreciates the fact that we're doing this because, once again, these are great fucking songs. Really, I'm with you on that. I just feel like they should be putting more, at least then if you're not going to be singing them live, then put some more respect on it, when, whether it's uh, compilations or even in discussions. Anytime he talks about music, he like that era is forgotten.
2: Even on the Kissology stuff, they they kind of glanced over this. Yeah, this this, this, era, you know, right to right to
4: reunion, and uh, and the bands like yourselves and Bruce's band. Although Bruce's band does do some makeup stuff, so they're not just focused on the non makeup era. You guys are right there in that bang zone, and you're killing it with it. And uh, I think a lot of us that like that forgotten era of Kiss. This is the closest we're going to get to getting them back and playing it because you guys play with that well, me, same fun and energy. Let me ask you this. Thank let you, me, ma'am. Let me, throw, let me throw this out to the panel. I found, and I had a lot of people comment on this. I found it very interesting on last cruise that had to take it off and they added uh, all night, right? So you guys were there. Yep. Yeah. We do you think it. now? I listen. Paul Gene don't give a shit about quarantine, but they know it exists. I know that because I have sent it to them. Do you think there was a little bit of a push on, like, okay, Bruce is doing '80s stuff, quarantine as songs on the radio with the '80s stuff. Let's put a couple of '80s tunes in here. What, what do you want to do, <laughs> Paul? Let me try all night. Let me try taking. I don't know.
2: Do you? I like to think, do you think so. That we
4: might have had some influence on that.
2: I would love to think so. That'd be awesome. You know. Yeah, I don't do think. Guys, I, do I don't think,
3: think yeah, I don't think. I don't think Paul and Gene are, are stupid. They 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 can they they're they're right. Paul Paul pretends to not care what people think, um, but he absolutely cares what people think. He'll never admit it, but he knows he knows how the crowd goes absolutely insane for Bruce's band every time they perform. He knows that quarantine exists and quarantine's a thing, and that it became a craze for Kiss fans. So you're right. Of all the songs that they throw in there and that they added into those set lists, it was too deep cut. Well, all night, not really a deep cut, but take it off. It's pretty I mean, deep, though. It, it's deep, but but they added those yeah. songs, those non-makeup songs that really blew people away. And you could feel the you could feel the energy in the crowd when 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 you started to hear that opening riff to take it off. The crowd, you could feel Woo-hoo! it in the crowd. Yeah,
4: love those two songs. Yeah, and the fact that they played it, everybody was on their feet. And I think they know they They know that they see like, if you guys are out here doing your thing and Bruce's band is doing their thing and it was kind of falling flat. They know the energy you guys are bringing and that are people are interested. And they see where your tracks are going when you release your singles. Paul's not stupid. Oh shit, That did better than when we released on crazy nights or (laughs) Bruce's (laughs) the reaction Bruce gets on the, on the cruise. They see that stuff. Yeah. They know it absolutely yeah take take it off is on my future list for sure oh please do it please (laughs) wave your panties in the air shake your ass and wave your hair Uh uh-huh exactly yes (laughs) yes (laughs) oh i love that when you yeah when you spread a little oil your your blood begins to boil my blood begins to boil that's right oh that song's the best All right.
3: That's a great way to wrap it up. You guys have been more than kind with the time you've given us. Kent, Joe, PJ, Charlie, Chris, you guys rock. This has been more fun than we ever imagined. You guys have been awesome. Uh, I think our listeners are going to be blown away by how much fun this is and how much you guys talked about all different kinds of great stuff with quarantine. So thank you so much, guys. Be safe. Good luck this summer. Whatever you're doing, stay busy. Stay in touch. Uh, Chris, we love you guys. You guys are great. Thank you so much for giving us all this time tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. Zeus.
2: Thank you. Hey, pal,
0: Thank you, that. guys.
4: Here we Tom, go. before we go, i gotta ask, uh, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. You guys you guys like to party? <laughs> like to party?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll we'll play along. Yes.
4: <laughs> I like to party, too. You see, I've been partying a lot myself, so I wasn't going to myself point at the doctor. Oh, no. My <laughs> point was that 10th that I got there a little bit early at 10
5: you don't want me to continue.
7: Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Go down to the lobby and do it.
4: And I walk in. I walk I walk in. I see this note. So the, like I got to tell you something. Shout out loud, cast. This note had the biggest tits I've ever seen before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, she's not paying attention. I'm in my chair reading my magazine. <laughs> and she acts like I'm not there. She acts like I don't even exist. She walked by me like this. Tent,
2: oh, yep. Boom. Chop.
1: Boo. Boo. Chop. Boo, chop, boo-boo, chop, chop. <laughs> hey,
4: Holly, I deserve a screenshot. She's been right down goes, I grab this girl. I pull it in like this. <laughs> <laughs> she says, why don't we begin this? It's just a little bit early. <laughs> so my jeans, you know, my Levi 501s, you know, the real tight ones. <laughs> She goes chris why don't you unbutton your jeans i'm the top next one next one next one she grabs her hand she checks the temperature makes sure it's not too cold she puts her hand right down the front of my pants she said chris what do you want to do now i said what honey she said what do you want to do now i said i want to oh oh nice go that's our cue no, that's the
2: same way you gotta love that oh you, you follow that
7: do you <clears throat> no that's
2: guys ringtone, actually. Follow
0: that west uh west beach I, west- <laughs> have, I felt in nashville for a bit oh, you guys, guys rock thank,
4: thank
3: you joe pj charlie Chris, again, you guys rock. Thank you so much. Be good.
6: Thank, Thank you, you. See you guys.
4: Appreciate it, boys. Thank you Thank very you all. much.
6: All right. Have a right. Quarantino. <laughs> quarantino. great night.
1: Thanks, guys. See you, boys.
4: Even quarantino.
2: Have a great night. Thanks. See you, boys. See ya.
3: What a blast. An absolute blast. And we, we hinted at this earlier in the episode. Could have gone on for another hour or so. Those guys are so great. They love talking about being in quarantine they love talking about kiss they love talking about each other and playing together ton of fun ton of passion um and it's just amazing that we were able to get all them together and just have a blast pj is like the court jester of the group like keeping everybody laughing um but what a great bunch of guys it was a, a blast to have them on we can't thank them enough for for taking that time it was a really really
4: fun time yeah, you guys missed it. There was a little part earlier that like we mentioned before that the three of them were on. So we were waiting for PJ, who uh, were like, dude, how the fuck did the other three, who we didn't send the link to on, before the two that we did send the link to? Yep. But regardless, uh, I, I, we were talking some 90s country, Tom. That's right. Talking with Ken. And I found out that he had played with my, one of my favorite 90s country artists, Pam Tillis. Mm -hmm. We're talking a little bit about that. We're going over some creatures fest stuff, the whole Vinny show. Yeah. And listen to how Joe and Charlie and Ken were there right in the beginning. Um, tons of fun. Those guys are a fucking blast. And they're like respect and the way they broke down, just breaking down love's a deadly weapon. That was amazing. Wes is having a boner for a week. How intricate that song is, and how they Kiss in that era was not getting its respect but the songs are really there Um, I disagree a little bit with Chris about the way Paul sees things because me and you Tom have talked about this many times Yeah, Paul gets annoyingly dismissive about certain parts of the band oh totally whether it's the elder whether it's the movie or sometimes the 80s stuff I just feel th- he gets th- dismissive th- things that
3: critics don't like he, he sh- shuns he pushes it aside if the critics think it's trash
4: but a band like Quarantine could take those songs yeah. and, and shine some light on people. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, not to take any away from their musicianship. but Like, this is a good song.
3: Yeah. And it was funny. Like, like you said, talking about Love's a Deadly Weapon, because that's what they opened up with at, at Creatures Fest. And hearing like Charlie talking about like, holy shit, this is what we're going to open with. And then Kent being like, God, because Kent's a country guy. He plays with Luke yep. Bryan. And so opening up with that and just kicking that energy right into gear um, and just hearing all their all their perspectives on that song, you know, playing those the deep, deep cut, you know, no, no, no. And and the newest one, Silver Spoon, that's charting for them. I mean, it's it was just a really a really awesome conversation. And again, fresh off the heels of Creatures Fest and seeing them play and, and having them tell us the story of how how exciting it was for them to play live in front of a crowd of kiss fans. Like Chris said it perfectly. He's like, yeah, we've played on the Jericho cruise. That was a Jericho friendly audience. We played at the Jericho fest. That was a Jericho friendly audience. This was a generic kiss audience. Um, And to, to play for them and, and get the kind of feedback and passion that they did. um, It was awesome. And then of course we had some fun at the end about songs that they don't want to play. And, you know, we tried to pull out some teasers about what's next, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't bend.
4: Yeah. The, you know, there was some great little stories of, Hey, uh Charlie, this is how this song goes and Joe sends him over the tracks for it. Uh I think it was it for uh Loves a Deadly Weapon or I was think it for so. no no no. Might have like,
3: been I, yeah, it was I can't remember. It was one of those two, I think. Yeah,
4: and like them working out there something cuz they don't get much chance to work together, but I, right. you can tell like being there watching them perform and then watching them interact with each other these are five guys that really like each other. Yep. They're all busy in their careers. So, you know, they don't get that much opportunity to be together, but they're looking forward to any time they get a chance to and perform classic 80s kiss songs.
3: And it was it was clear to like the love and the passion that they have because you have to be because you're not playing heavens on fire and tears of falling. You're playing no 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 in no heart of chrome in silver spoon, like the deepest of the deep cuts. And and these guys, they they just they love it. Um, and it was just it was a thrill for us. It was a fun time, it was an interesting time. Um uh, just as a KISS fan, me and a Jericho fan and a quarantine fan, just a thrill to have them on and we can't thank them enough.
4: Yeah, and they're not going anywhere.
3: No, thank you. This God. is only the beginning. Yep.
4: So, you know, we're always we were just bitching about a hundred more shows for kiss. Well, when kiss is over, where are we going to get our fix? Well, we're going to get our fix with those Bruce Kulick band. We're going to get our fix with quarantine. That's going to be one of the ways we can continue our love of this band. That's right. And, uh, we're lucky to have them. They fucking blew everybody away at creatures fest. And, uh, we were very lucky to have them come on our show, talk with us. And, uh, we're, we're looking forward to doing it again with them soon.
3: Absolutely. Yep. Great time. We hope you guys had fun with that with that interview because we sure as hell did.
4: Tom, what we do next is we do a question of the week. What do we got?
3: Yeah. So our question of the week is brought to the wonderful, yeah, Fusion Tech. Fusion Tech Data and Electric. Fusion Tech is a recognized communications contractor specializing in the construction, splicing, testing and documentation of all types of fiber optic networks. Along with that, Fusion Tech Electric can service all of your electrical construction needs, commercial, industrial, and utility, as well as electrical substation work and all UPS and DC power plant installation. Fusion Tech currently operates throughout the five boroughs of New York City, as well as New Jersey and the tri-state area, providing union labor with IBEW Local 3 in New York City and IBEW Local 164 and Local 102 in New Jersey. For more information about Fusion Tech, visit their website at FusionTech-llc.com or call them at 973-650-1357. We love Fusion Tech and Joe
4: Decker. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Yeah. So, Tom, as you're reading this, we I try not to look at my Twitter account or my phone, and just in case my kid tells me the house is on fire... I glance at my phone, but as you're reading this, it says we got a new tweet from moving on 266 fax lines cooking, Tom. Um, he writes to shout out loudcast on Twitter. How do I know I've been listening to my fair share of shout out loudcast? Want to finish the rest of that, Tom? What does he say?
3: I walk out of an account today and I say to myself as I approach my car, yeah, fusion tech. And then we just got a response to that from Uncle Polly, saying, Joe Decker would be proud. (laughs) Yeah, Fusion Tech. That's advertising right there, baby.
4: And that's you guys once again, as we were praising you guys earlier. You're helping the show, and we thank you for that, guys.
3: Thank you. Absolutely amazing. You guys rock. Awesome. Uh, So that being said, so the question of the week here comes from Uh, James six star star on star uh, on Twitter. Uh, this is a timely question. So he, he, he asked it and I'm glad I'm reading it right now. Hey guys, why do you believe there hasn't been any talk of cruise fest for the upcoming cruise? I would be more willing to go to one in LA more so than Miami. Well, that's interesting, James, because right now we're recording on Wednesday, July 13th. It is 10 minutes of nine Eastern standard time. And Joe D'Angelo from cruise fest is scheduled to go live on Facebook at nine o'clock to talk about cruise fest. Cause the great Joe D'Angelo is organizing cruise fest. And he posted something on Tuesday night saying, you guys want some cruise fest info. How's tomorrow night sound? Say 9 PM tomorrow night, meaning tonight, Wednesday, the 13th. So, by the time you hear this episode, hopefully Joe will have followed through on that and there will be some Cruise Fest info. Um, we talked about it before. We're booked on the cruise because we want to be booked. Um, who knows? Or if- cruise two. Right, right. The original
4: one, the later right. date one.
3: Right. Right. Um, so Cruise Fest, it, it's there. Look, Joe puts a ton of time and energy. Organizing something like Cruise Fest is probably no different than organizing something like. Creatures Fest or whatever so uh We know Joe has done it in the past and I'm sure He'll come up with something great so again hopefully By the time you hear this there will be some Information if that's something you're interested in
4: The hard part is going to be how's he going to do it between The two cruises
3: One oh, goes gonna, yeah. it comes back
4: one Ex- goes one comes Back
3: exactly yeah so no. how's
4: he going to Get some of those artists that are on the cruise And performing right usually they're On prior to getting on the cruise But if they're on it now how are we going to see anything on Creatures Fest?
3: Well, that's why I'm glad I'm not the one trying to figure out those logistics yes. and Joe is. So yeah, but James six star. Thanks for the question. We interact with you a lot on Twitter. So thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And yeah, fusion tech. Yeah. Tom, tell people where they can find us. We always start with our wonderful, awesome website. Shout it That's where you can find all of our episodes. Uh, ARC episodes, Zeppelin Chronicle episodes, Rankings, lists, everything that you'd want. Shout out Loudcast. You can click on the links to buy our merch. Uh, you can click on links to take you directly to Amazon to buy uh, anything KISS related, anything ARC related, the albums that we review, the Zeppelin albums we review, pictures, links to our friends, uh, pictures from Creatures Fest, pictures from the cruise, pictures of friends and fellow uh, Loudcasters wearing the merch. So check it out. It's a great website. Tons of stuff for you to look at, uh, including obviously the episodes. Uh, and of course, you can always email us. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com Shout out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, we try to read all the emails on the show. Uh, sometimes we don't get to all of them, but I can assure you, we are reading every email at least between each other. Um, and of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those very interactive. Comment, tag us, DM us, all that stuff. We're we're always interactive. You guys know that. Share stuff if something you know, like Moving On just did. You know, he had a little joke that popped into his head about the show. We love that kind of stuff. Tag us, comment. Uh, and of course, we talked about our wonderful Patreon family. You guys rock. Check us out on the website or the app. And uh, we're again proud to say that we are part of the Pantheon podcast family of amazing rock and metal and talk and pop and reggae and hip-hop, all those music shows. Great stuff.
4: Yeah, and the other day, somebody had put on... I think you put it on because you uh, saw a Funko Zeus. (laughs) I forgot about that. Somebody edited it it and put my mug on there and put shout it out loudcast. I think it was the great Tom Dust.
3: It was. I was just going to say it was him. Tom's on a roll. That's right.
4: That's right. What I didn't realize, he's in the UK.
3: That's right. I didn't know
4: that. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) There goes. All our UK listeners, what? I'm just, I'm a Boston
3: guy making a making a joke. Come on, it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know.
4: You know what I'm sorry about? Ooh, fucking the Prince William's wife is looking pretty hot. Ooh, yeah. Oh,
3: Kate. See if we, see oh. if we, can, get, see if we can get her on. Ooh.
4: Hey, uh, some of you loud casters <laughs> in the UK, can you get a? Uh, Princess Kate on our show? They can Ask her, we can, her kiss questions.
3: We can, we can, get, we can get it on air. It's easy.
4: If you were sitting on my lap, and what song would we be listening to? Ooh. Ooh, I gassy. <laughs> Dude, why did you have to ruin that? <laughs> Kate Middleton is not gassy. Dude, that is just an awful image. Ooh. Ooh, I gassy, honey. Uh, I'm
3: sorry, baby. I didn't realize it was your turn. <laughs>
4: she wouldn't let bombs go, would she? She let.
7: <sighs>
4: Ooh, how dare you break wind before me, <laughs> Milton? He's got a gas problem.
3: <clears throat> what? The we just, we, this went from thanking Tom Dust. To that, this is this is what we talk about when you don't know what is happening with the show. Hey, Tom, Tom Dust, thanks. You know, Tom's in the UK. By the way, there goes Kate Middleton. Like, oh, What is She's hot.
4: Yeah, but I think she, she has a gas problem and she farts my a lot.
3: God, stop.
4: I think
1: I just shit my pants.
3: I think I just pooped my knickers.
4: Why is is constantly pooping her knickers with skid mocks? The the royal skid mocks. Oh, Oh, no. And I hear like every time I see her, I'm like, God, that woman's so beautiful. Like, beautiful. Nice. I was gonna like get that go live and viral. Kate Middleton, who rumor has it has he-
3: <laughs> a gastrointestinal disease. What's, What's the
4: initials of what do you call what, it? What an uh,
3: upper a, a GI problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
4: Where did this rumor start from? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a Kiss podcast? Shout out Loudcast. Ooh, yes.
3: <laughs>
4: oh yes. Oh God! Yes.
3: All right, let's circle back. All we just wanted to do was thank Tom Dust. All
4: right. (laughs) Anyways, uh, please feel free to DM us how fucking childish we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you like. Um, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is um, we're closing in on, I think, 700 listeners. Let's get that going, guys. If you haven't subscribed, just go on, listen to us, boom, subscribe. You can still listen to us on the podcast, do one or the other. It helps the show. It gets it out there and uh, moves us up the food chain. Same thing with giving us five star child reviews. That is another big help. So please continue that. Yeah, like our buddy Dave, who emailed us just earlier. He gave us a five-star review. Those things help us out a lot. We always read them, and we always uh, send our thank you and appreciate that. So if you could do that on iTunes, that'd be great. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever. Wherever you listen to us, Facebook, anything you can, it helps us. If you want to help the show, that is one of the ways. Tom already mentioned Patreon is another way you can help us. All those things are great for us. Please email us. We love getting the emails. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And don't forget our awesome website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Shoutitoutloudcast.com. We just put up our new ARC episode we just dropped, which was Tom's Pick of Edge Sevenfolds Hail to the King. With that, we Update our rankings so you can see where we ranking this album compared to the other ones on ARC. Where are the top 50 songs? What are the worst 20 songs we've reviewed? Mm-hmm. All that's there, and we update it constantly. You can always use our Amazon link. Look at our Amazon store. You can get our merch on there. Get one of those T-shirts. We'll throw you online. Take a photo. It's always great. And uh, all that stuff is always appreciated. So, Tom, I'm going to give it back to you. What we always end up with is famous last words. There you stand,
3: all dressed in red. I got this feeling in me. Can't get you out of my head. One day you say you hate me, but I found you in my
4: bed. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Ooh, I still gassy. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm down and out, but don't count me out. Listen here, babe. I'm gonna show you what it's all about. It's time
6: for love,
4: and you're welcome to it. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Wonderful. Love that. And then when he gets in, so here I am. Do you want me now? Show me where and I'll show you how. Woo! Love it. Oh, awesome. So uh, we want to thank Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, Kent Sluger, Joe McGinnis, Charlie Riago, known as Quarantine, Uh, Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, Kiss Tards, everybody out there. Thank you.
3: Huge, huge thanks to Chris and PJ and Joe and Kent and Charlie. You guys were amazing. We had such a blast. Can't thank you enough for joining us. And, of course, all the loudcasters out there, you guys are the best. We love you. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you for everything.
4: Peace out, Girl Scout.
2: He's on hotel Wi-Fi. That's his excuse. Which I bet is terrible
3: um you got two people connecting here i don't know who
2: chris
4: peprata is but uh maybe that's pj maybe
3: that's pj either that either that or somebody's like bombing our zoom session right now there's jericho hey Hey, it's chris it's chris (laughs) peprata
2: it's it's like chris (laughs) peprata any
4: any relations to joey casada (laughs) $1,000 <laughs> $1,000
7: already Right out of the gate Oh game. yeah, we're not, oh, yeah, right? not? $1,000 There was a $1,000 fine If anybody brought up Casada It took two seconds
1: That's Oh, come it.
4: on
7: Already you're in the red Already uh, Leave uh-huh.
4: Joey alone He's a handsome fella Oh, man Jericho's there And Jericho's
3: frozen
2: Uh-oh
3: Oh, boy
4: So, yeah Fuck what's going on with this shit Yeah
2: where you, where you at, man? You at a Best Western? Come on, man. <laughs> He's on dial-up. I know better now. He's on dial-up.
4: <laughs> he does have an AOL account, so.
3: Sorry, <laughs> right. PJ's PJ is going to play some music for us. We're just going to keep talking. We're just going to keep, keep talking to the rest of the band.
4: I love the cherry. <laughs> Give me that guitar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, this is how this is gonna go. Oh
7: boy. This
4: is a little better than that little place across in Hampton Beach when we saw you guys.
7: Yeah, we're just missing a pizza.
4: And the vodka. <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah, right. That's right. Some of some of us are. Oh, some of yeah, not PJ. I got whiskey.
4: <laughs> yeah, no one's coming up to Hampton <laughs> Beach the rest of the summer. That's like a big place for everyone, huh?
7: I know. Oh, we just lost Chris. Oh, he's gone. He quit. No, yeah. he never play, never play uh Vacation towns on season during season.
4: Really, I didn't know oh. that. That's a thing. Yes, it's a pain in the ass. Really?
7: Yeah.
3: PJ, you bring up a good point because we—if uh, we, you guys—if pl- you guys played, you played in April, which was right before the stuff started getting crazy. If you play there now, forget. Oh, it. Forget. forget it. It. Not You—it'd you, be fire for us. It'd be great <laughs> for you. For you
7: guys, would be. The, we the place was asses to elbows when we played there in April. It was great. Right, no, it was. That's it true. That's true. There he is. Okay. Did, did Chris sign on and then get kicked off or something? Mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. Now you're not. I'm the who who
6: you
4: are? Fuck yeah. Mute. Am I? Am I freezing now? Am I good? What's going on?
6: You're okay for you're right, right, right
4: now. No. Here he is. Oh. I don't know Dude. why I'm
5: freezing. I got some good internet here.
3: Well, whatever you
7: do, it's not our fault.
5: <laughs> Don't blame us,
7: dude. You already right. missed it. They're already a thousand dollars in the Joey Casada jar.
1: Ah, you could just
4: send it too. Make it two. Why, are you, why are you, Chris Paprada? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, nobody knows what that well, means. Yeah, why? It's his alias. Yeah. Are you still in the the next door neighbor's Wi Fi? No, no. I'm at the Luke. I'm at the Luke Bryan Crew
4: Hotel. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only hotel that'll let us stay. <laughs> Is this gonna work, or, or
4: should we should we try another format? And I know you guys get all fucking scared about this shit, but I mean, it, sometimes Zoom doesn't work as well when there's more people on. it, unless, unless I'm not freezing, am I okay?
3: You're all right for right now. What, what what other what other format do you want to do, my friend?
4: Well, the other the other the other if we can try Streamyard. And once again we can record it on my end and I can send you the file or we can try something else. I'm just I don't want to freeze up on you guys. But if, if it's good this time. Okay. Yeah, right now right now you Cuz I cool. got Okay, I got 5 fucking bars. I got enhanced Wi-Fi at the Super 8. And uh, <laughs> I think I should...
1: <laughs> ah, he Just is it already... <laughs> <Is that> already... <laughs> Andy
2: froze. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna try one. More
4: thing. Hold on one second.
2: Oh, good. Oh man, I love it. Joe, what are you doing over there? What's up, bud? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm amused by that, that. That's the whole point of this, just to get everybody together to just laugh. Joe, you <laughs> look like Steve
5: Lukather. Do I really? I like I? it. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about becoming a Steve Lukather uh, tribute band. You that's know, right. Toto.
4: The champion
3: is coming on. Oh, now he's now he's logging in differently. Okay. uh oh, we're losing PJ now.
2: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Look at PJ. Oh God! I'll oh, press this. No.
3: This is what's going to happen. Oh, oh man, this is great.
2: <laughs> PJ's PJ's turned into a damn cat.
4: Meow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think PJ's <laughs> over
3: already. I like it. That's good. <laughs> he's.
4: We might have to release the video of this one. Yeah, I'll just take a screenshot of it and
1: put it oh, up. Hey,
4: this is when quarantine was on. Oh God. Welcome to a new member. Yeah.
7: I, I'm like, <laughs> look. Now I can't. I'm like that guy in court. Uh I'm not a cow. It's really me. Um videos Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking America. about. <laughs> Oh, I geez. can't I can't switch out of it now. Oh wait. His Squire. mouth's moving. Now you're stuck. <laughs> Wasn't it the thing the guy was in court on uh on Zoom? He's like, uh it's it's me. I'm I'm not a cat. Oh yes, yes, yes. I
4: didn't see that. It's like kid played with the filters and he didn't know how to get rid of it. <laughs>
7: yeah,
3: he he was like on some official business Zoom call and he turned into like a cat like a cow. <laughs> All right, how's, this? how's this? Oh, way Perf, better. Better, better.